Hello everyone and welcome once again to RTM Wrestling Reacts 2 Bang the Drum Chapter 48 for Progress Wrestling at the Ritz in Manchester. We are your 115,764th favourite wrestling podcast on the internet and every week come together to bring you our thoughts and opinions on whatever the fuck it is that we've been to see <laughs> <laughs> if you want to join in on the conversation find us at rtm wrestling on twitter and as it stands we post this podcast in full onto youtube soundcloud rtmwrestling.com and itunes to so go and get it where it's most convenient for you and give us a like subscribe share tell your mates we'd greatly appreciate it my name is Andy, and as always, I'm joined by the pocket rocket, Emma. Hi there. How are you doing, Em? I'm really well on this dreary, dreary Monday. It's what we uh, say in the business, minging. It is ming. It is pretty ming out there. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. I, I, I hate this. And it was such a gorgeous day yesterday it as well. It was. Well, we were lucky with the weekend, to be fair. Yeah. You know, if we're going to do the British thing and talk weather... We had a great weekend. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's gone to shit today. And oh God, it soaked. is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting weather. But anyway, what do we expect? It's Manchester. What the fuck it rains. Fucking rains. Rains it, in it Manchester. Does, it does rain. It rains a lot. Uh, we've had 24 hours mm. since we went to see. Well, more than 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, since we went to see Progress Wrestling for the first time. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a pain in the ass to get tickets. Yeah, well, we've tried, um, I think we tried a couple of times, and because they sell out really, really, really quickly, they, <laughs> I thought that, you know, like you could just ask anyone if they've got any spare tickets. And, you know, we had that thing, I think we talked about on a past podcast where. Like, I think progress themselves go, no, you have to go through tickets. And it's like, oh, right, okay, oh, fair enough. Thanks for replying. Yeah, um, yeah and, and I've tried before to set up an alert and then I get my email alert, say there's tickets available, I go on the website, the tickets are gone. So, yeah, there's... it, And plus, you know, ICW is kind of... Burns a little place. Excuse me. That was a green tea. little burp then that I just did. <laughs> I was going to save everyone from it, but unfortunately, it happened. Um, yeah, like ICW have kind of taken over a little bit, so we've not been that. I mean, I'd speak for myself. I've not been that bothered about progress um, until fairly recently, where we were having a conversation, and I was like, "It feels a little bit like not quite the final piece of the puzzle because it's quite a lot of British wrestling I've not seen." But given that it's you know the biggest mm. wrestling promotion in the UK. Is that I fair? I wouldn't know. I, well, yeah, I think it is on the face of it, but I, th- I would say no, and I'll go into the reasons why later. Okay. Because I want because we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna break down the show. Um. So anybody who hasn't seen it, who obviously wasn't there, or you know, is waiting to sort of watch it on demand. What mm. the fuck are you waiting for? Get yourself, get yourself onto your old lappy toppy. Lappy toppy. Get it sorted. Um. So we're gonna break down the card. We're gonna then we're gonna say our experiences personally as we go. Yeah. Then I think we should talk about why it seems to work better than something else. Okay. And um, we'll probably we'll probably segue. Well, I'm sure we'll segue. We always do. Yeah. So Twickets is a really good idea um, mm. to resell tickets because that you're not having any. 
because it is sold out it's legitimately sold out because we said on a podcast not that long ago that it's we smelt a rat mm. with it because you know it's they said oh it's sold out within 10 minutes and then we literally counted for the last manchester ones not bang the drum the one before we literally counted a hundred tickets that went up that there was a week. lot there was an awful lot and there was for this one as well yeah. there's a lot going up um and I, 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 I still find it a little bit suspicious, if I'm honest, because I think that for that amount of people to decide not to go in the week, two weeks leading up to it, yeah, is a little bit it's strange just a bit weird, to me, considering how good it is as well. Yeah, but there was supposedly a sellout of 700 people. So if a, if the week of a show, 100 tickets are going up, more than 100 tickets, but only just, still selling tons. Yeah, yeah, but but for a you know, it is a bit weird. Like a, mm, it's a big percentage yeah. of tickets that end up yeah. available on Twickets. Yeah, yeah, massively so. And yeah, I had a bit of a mare because, I mean, my Twicket... Well, I say a mare, that's that's a bit of an exaggeration. Gross exaggeration. What um, I signed up to it, but I was a little bit cheeky because I was so sick of getting the email alert through and then being too late. Yeah. So I just spent a morning. Now, I was doing work. But in between work, my thinking time, I was refreshing the progress, sorry, the uh, Twit, tw- Jesus, Twickets page. I just kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. And then one came up and I bought it straight away, one standing. And I was like, great, I'll just buy one more standing. Amazing. The next thing that came up were two standing. I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking yeah. hell. So then, um, yeah, so I bought those and just resold the other one. And it sold within seconds. Yeah. How easy was that to do? Was it quite an easy process? It was easy, apart from the fact that I'm I'm one of those people where I have PayPal and then I don't have PayPal. I've forgotten my PayPal login. I must have I must have loads of PayPal accounts with all my email addresses. <laughs> so then I go to set up a new one because I don't I can't I remember. remember it, and yeah. then I'm, then it's like this email's already registered <laughs> um, on the desktop computer. Sorry, this is mega boring. No, but on the not. desktop, you can bypass pay with PayPal like. It just you just say I prefer not to pay by Is PayPal. That as a guest type yeah. Thing, yeah, but someone was on my computer, so I was kind of eating my lunch and refreshing it the page on my mobile. Now the mobile site payment wise, it won't let you progress unless you've unless you got PayPal. no, and it's so frustrating oh, because someone had bagged those tickets that I got, yeah, um, and it was said oh another user is currently buying these tickets. Oh. So they must have maybe did the same thing as me where they just couldn't get into the PayPal thing and it timed out because they came back up again. And I was like, holy shit. And then I did it. But it took me it took me quite a while. But it was only because of that PayPal issue. If you've got PayPal, it's a piece of piss. And they obviously want you to pay by PayPal as well. Yeah, it's safer. Yeah, it's much safer. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was absolutely fine. Then you just get a little link to your ticket. Yeah. And it was one ticket for the two of us. Yeah. And yeah, just a mobile ticket. It was just dead, dead easy. And plus, because there's no inflated prices, you're paying 15 quid. Um, I think you pay like a £1.50 fee or something like that, yeah. or a pound or something. Um, but yeah, it was it was nominal, I would yeah. say. For a wrestling show, it was really, really oh nominal. Oh God, it was nothing. Yeah. Considering the American indie pro- promotions startup is £50, and they can't even sell past row five of the fucking tears like really come on guys it's di- i think that is i honestly think it's disgraceful to charge that amount of money it is and i fear we're going to get back onto this subject later we will we will if, if last night's ramblings are anything to go by then yeah. 
And speaking of rambling, it's like, oh, just before I do that, what I was going to say about the Twickets thing, I commend, I commend them for doing it. Mm. Because they could charge a hell of a lot more for those tickets because of how quickly it sells out. So that leads me quite nicely onto Carl Gack and Chris Horrocks. Yay! Thank you very much for coming up to us and chatting to us, guys. That was and great. Chris for coming for a little uh, cheeky orange afterwards. Yeah. As well. Cheeky Bev. Yeah, it was awesome because that's why we do this show we to, is to meet people and to, you know, you know, get in touch with like like-minded wrestling fans. Mm. Not not even like-minded, but just people who are into it as much as we are. So greatly appreciated it. And next time, Carl, in particular, I will buy you a drink. Indeed. And we'll 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 try and go as a unit if we can. Yeah, I think it'd be nice. That'd be fun. I mean, I'm I'm sure you'll get onto this, but I just want to touch on it now, the conversation yeah. we we're having with Carl about I mean, we'll talk about progress fans in particular and we'll come on to it in a bit more detail. But again, I just want to reiterate that wrestling fans are like the nicest fans yeah, yeah. ever. I mean, think <clears throat> think about and again, we will get we'll get into, you know, like the, the the card and reactions and stuff, but yeah, yeah. just British strong style ain't very well liked like big big heels however (laughs) they walked to sainsbury's past the queue tyler bay and pete dawn just in the trackies like we were stood outside because they separated the queue off because we were blocking cash machines and shit because the queue was that long to get in that we were literally stood at the doors of sainsbury's and when you see tyler bay and nobody gives them any shit it's like once yeah. they're on stage and once they're doing their thing, <sighs> then then it's a different story. It's like, yeah. but but they don't get harassed. They don't get, no one heckled them. Everybody no. noticed them and no one said a word no. that, that I saw anyway. Yeah, and I don't no, think totally. they would have come walking out if they thought they would. No, yeah, I totally it's agree. Sainsbury's, I mean, yeah, come totally on. Agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so yeah, so thanks very much, lads, for coming up and, and yes, chatting to us. It was, it was awesome. It was really cool. And hopefully we can get a bit of a, of a group going to the next one. So, bang the drum. Yes. Um, so, starts off with us leaving the flat. Yeah. Without our phones. Yeah, we both forgot our phones like a pair of pricks. And I was saying, who in 2017 forgets the phone? Oh, uh, how do two people forget the phone? So morons. we were like, well, we knew that we, you know, Carl Gack and um, Chris had been like in, saying that they were going. So yeah. like, we can't just like go with our phones. Yeah, and then yeah. it's, if they tweeted and we yeah. just like, oh, we ignore them and then we do a show or something, I'll just tweet them. And when we finally get home, we go, oh, sorry, we both forgot our phones. Yeah, it's like what a pair just a pair of, of ignorant wankers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, we ended up like got halfway to like where we were going to go and get the tram, turn back. Came back again, yeah, then we decided to just get an Uber into town. Now, I'm going to bring this up, because it's not a spoiler anymore, because nothing happened. It's not a spoiler. But it's very odd. So we went to Starbucks, um, which was just off by the wrist, wherever, where home is, the the new cinema. And who's to walk by and go in the bar next door but Jimmy Havoc with someone else with his hood up. Yeah. And obviously, he weren't on the card. Yeah. He wasn't on the fucking show. But for the <laughs> yeah. whole show, I was then thinking, well, he's coming out. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's coming out. He's, he must be in the show. Why the fuck would Jimmy Havoc be in Manchester? Well, it, makes me think, it makes me think that he's something to do with the show. Must so be. Like he's a, not like an owner or something, but like he helps. Yeah, he must. Helps out. Must, but it's news to me. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know an awful lot about progress. To be no, honest, I'm like getting, said, you know, I'm learning. But. Yeah, so this, is, this was our first time. And a lot of these wrestlers was our first time seeing them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, yeah, so then we rock up to the Ritz. The queue's massive. Yeah, we and thought we were getting there really early. Yeah, yeah. And who stood outside but Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah. Just chilling out, chatting to people. Good guy. Chill is probably the word that I would use. Yeah, such a bro, isn't he? He is such a bro. <laughs> Team alpha male. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't say he was that bad. He's no. got more of a brain cell than yeah, I think he's. I th- yeah, I think he's more intelligent than all of them yeah. put together. But, Getting um, out of that, yeah. But yeah, no, he's um, he's he is a dude. Yeah, because I couldn't remember him from Ultimate Fighter. See, that's what I was gonna say. Like, it was so crazy because like I'm a massive. We're both massive UFC fans. Mm. But like Team Rampage and versus Team Forest, he was on that season, and he, you know, he's got. If you look up on like YouTube, like scariest uh, Ultimate Fighter knockouts, he's always on the list mm. of uh, that guy that he broke his jaw and he was just on the floor going. Oh, my God, that's so grim. It it haunts me to this day. Like, Mm. you know, I remember it. When I think of, like, knockouts, I think of that guy that was just, like, moaning. And I think that's the only time I've seen Matt Riddle not smile. Like, Yeah, he's a little smiley man, isn't it? Well, say little. Totally. Um, So, getting there. Yes. We, I particularly, more so than you, was worried about being able to see for you. Yeah, because I'm, as I've said a hundred times, I'm five foot tall. So going anywhere where we're standing is always a bit of a, always a bit of a struggle. Yeah. But Cal had reassured us that it was all going <laughs> to yeah. be everything's going to be okay. Listen to Uncle Cal. <laughs> Don't panic. Everything's yeah. going to be fine. Um, and it was because we just stood at the back of the seating. Um, mm. Merch. Yeah, got a couple of the baseball shirts. We got oh, one each of those. So really good. Nice. I love Get a free that. tote bag. Got some streamers. Oh my god! So I could throw them. <laughs> You'll be hearing more of that later. Oh, it's so funny. And um and yeah, I was I was really excited. Like when we stood outside, because obviously we went to see uh, the ICW show, and we'll get into the reasons why I think more after we've reacted. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't as an impressive a turnout. No. So when we saw the queue and it was going back towards this Sainsbury's, I was like, Jesus, this is like, this is serious. This. This is really serious. And I've got my theories, which, again, we'll talk about later. Um, but just being in there, and there's like a random couch, just like oh, <laughs> just yeah. like on the left-hand side. Yeah. The balcony's all full. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the way, the way they actually um, uh, do the staging. So on the stage, there's seats on the staging as well. So mm. on the entrance ramp, there's seats on that. Uh, do you reckon those mental. are reserved? Maybe. Because, like, otherwise, I don't... I don't know. It must be a free-for-all, maybe. There was a guy, like, filming everything, but with his phone on there, and I was like... Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the... He wasn't the Facebook guy, was he? I don't think so. The guy who was around the ring a lot? Or are you talking to someone who just stayed in his no, seat? No, it was, it, was it, was, it was a guy that was on his in his seat, like... If he was if he was filming sat there, I reckon he would have been doing, like, social media stuff. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe. You're a cynic. I am. I really am. I don't believe in anything. <laughs> But uh, apart from that, the world is round. But the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, instantly impressed with how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, the uh, sort of like a uh, Billy Kirkwood-style um, compare who owns the company, that gym. Yes. Uh, did the whole show, which I thought was br- a, a masterstroke. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so funny. He knew how to work a crowd. There was a fucking stag do that was like three months out from the wedding up there and, yeah. and they're all dressed in fancy dress uh which he kept calling on his little baby was in the was yeah, in no. the was in the balcony uh which was amazing 
Uh, and it was just it all it was all like the, the the overriding feeling for me of just everything other than the matches mm-hmm. was that we were in we were involved in something that was quite special yeah like it, it had a, like a special vibe to it it had um the closest thing i would i would say to like an ecw vibe back in the days where they were just doing philly and it was like this is this is your show this is what you come and see. Mm. There's no bullshit. There's nobody that you hate that you're not supposed to hate. Mm. And you just like the wrestling. You're here to have a good... And he even said it. Like, have a few drinks. Have a good time. And it was all the little things like... Don't the be crowd, a dick. <laughs> the crowd going, don't be a dick. Who Who's the first... You know, who's your, who here is uh, coming to the first uh, Progress show? And like a moron, I'm like, yeah! And the rest <laughs> of the crowd like, it's your round. Yeah. And like, That's the thing, obviously. And... <laughs> there was all sorts of things all the way through the night that was something that I'd never experienced before. Now, the streamers in, in particular were awesome. Like, you know, I've seen them watching New Japan and seen them watching, uh, uh, watching ROH and things like that. Mm-hmm. But always thought, if I'm being honest, they were a bit shit. Like, when, when like, somebody comes in the ring and then all these streamers come I out. I love it. I've always loved See, it. I, I thought it was a bit of shit because I, 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 I obviously, I knew, I knew the reason why they did it is to show support. Yeah. But I always thought the initial thing of them all flying in looks mint. And then the thing that looks shit is you've got these, like, uh, 60-year-old, like, Japanese dudes, like, trying to mop Clean them up, like, so quick. <laughs> um, and, like, we saw on uh, War of Worlds, uh, anybody who's watched ROH, uh, Kushita flips into the ring nearly landed on this dude's head he was just trying to clean up the fucking ring which is hilarious um but yeah so feel wise it was all it all felt really special and all, yeah and it re- and it felt like you were a part of something and that the whole crowd knew it the whole crowd were talking to each other all the way through which is different to any wrestling show that i've seen and i don't mean talking to each other as in like not watching the match but like whenever there was a, like an in like the interval yeah the interval it, it seemed like the because st- the standing area like i was like oh we've got to stay right where we are otherwise we're not going to be able to get back here but it was really loose everybody was walking around and just chatting to each other i see a lot of things are going oh it's him or oh it's you or oh it's you know that yeah. sort of thing you know which which felt really cool to be a part of yeah definitely definitely i i completely agree um there's there's a lot of people there so i think on reflection although i i at the time i agreed when you were talking with carl about how it's more of a friendly vibe yep i i didn't feel actually the way that i said i felt at icw when we were having that conversation when right. i when when i was saying oh yeah it seemed a little bit more clicky at icw it it didn't actually i think there was yeah. just less people there and yeah. we didn't know anyone there um and yet the room wasn't full yeah but i i got the same i got exactly the same vibe at icw you see yeah so like i know you found i know that we'll obviously do our overall yeah, thing yeah, yeah. i know you found progress amazing yeah I thought it was amazing too, but I didn't think it was better than ICW. No, I'll leave my opinion to like. Yeah, but I mean, but I, I feel like I need to just go back and reassess what I said because I, because I think yeah, coming no, away, I, mean, I think though. when you're in it, you're like, I. W- this is the problem. You see, yeah. if I go to the cinema and I watch a movie, I come out and say every movie's amazing, yeah. and then I go to sleep and I wake up and go, what a load of shit that was. And every <laughs> single, pretty Batman much every, Superman. pretty okay. much every film. 
We don't watch that shit. Yeah, I honestly, I, I, I've got this weird thing when I'm in a situation, I think it's like the greatest time of my life and it's only when I come away and go, oh yeah, that was good, but I don't, I think I might have over-egged it a little bit. And I'm that's, not saying... That's, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That's that's a, a totally legitimate thing though because mm. it's easy to get carried away. And there was one yeah. particular moment where we got carried away and didn't know who they were, so, which we'll talk about. Yes. But, the, but the, it's those moments that I think I've got me so excited for the the future, like the potential mm. future. Mm-hmm. Um, and another quick thing on the tickets as well, that like Carl said, um, that it's forty five quid to go to Super Strong Style, which is over three days. Mm. Fucking uh, PWG's like five hundred dollars a ticket. That's crazy. And you're seeing similar acts, like come on now. So the fact that the ticket prices are so cheap. Yeah, that is like it's literally fifteen quid a show. Then yeah. if it's three shows, they are not deviating from no. fifteen quid a show, and no. it's fifteen quid for the pay per view. If you buy it, yeah. If yeah, so it's it, like yeah. fifteen quid is like that is such like it's like a flat fee for everyone, and I really yeah. like. Well, the, that. the seats are a bit more. Yeah, but but, but I mean, standing wise. Yeah, so, yeah. Fifteen yeah. quid. I mean, fifteen quid to get in the door. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah more than and reasonable there's not a bad there's not a bad seat in the house no way there's not a bad place to stand because it because it's not even like there's there's probably about 100 maybe 150 standing tickets i would say because you've got the balcony which probably was a couple of hundred and then the seats which were probably a couple of hundred so yeah you know around maybe sure. th- maybe 300 maybe 300 yeah, not sure because uh, there was people down the side of the bar propping up the bar and stuff which was meant um but yes okay matches uh, so first, we had a super strong style qualifying match yes. between James Drake and Flash Morgan Webster. Now, it was a shame because it was the first time I saw James Drake. Shame he was going against Flash Morgan Webster. Yeah. Because I fucking love Flash Morgan Webster. Yeah. He is, he is fucking mint. He's great. He's really good. And he's got... This this is going to sound really lame now, and, I, and I've, I've got no way to articulate it. No, like, I think he's got such heart when he wrestles. I know that this is a yeah. really sad thing no, to no, say. No, no, I'm with and you. it sounds like every facial expression that he does, I'm feeling it, and I'm, yeah, I'm with yeah. him, and he's telling a story, and I feel sorry for him when he's getting hurt. And yeah. it's so, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because he's just got a very, he's very good at acting. He's just got a very kind of act face like a putty yeah. face i tend to yeah, call yeah, it yeah. like people who can just their face just kind of set tells the story them, yeah. itself and i don't know whether that's it but I, you know it's wrestling ability the fact that the guys come back from a really big injury as yeah. well i mean what what happened to him i, ca- I can't remember the exact things no that it was but it was for the U- was it for the uk thing no that was uh cruise we'll talk about later right okay um i'm not, I'm not sure actually I've, i think I've, it was I've flash that, that he was supposed but no it was it, the one that we were talking about on the night was a different guy. It will get onto a bit. Okay. But I, that sounds familiar. That no, he no, got no, injured. yeah, because there was a documentary. Yeah. That he's, there's like a little mini documentary yeah. on Flash. And yeah. I'm sure it was the WWE competition. And he was supposed to be in it. I'm sure it was. We'll we'll check that. I'm going to check my facts. But I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, do it, do it. Um, so it's a shame because I've not seen James Drake live before. Um, so I was really see. I think the thing with this for me, I was like intre- the people who I didn't know, which was a fair few of. Um, that I'd never seen live before. I was really like watching them, yeah, like a hawk, because like you know these could this could be the next, you know the next person that I'm a big fan of. Um, so it was a shame because like James Drake did get lost a little bit mm. with Flash, 
because I was so into Flash. Um, it was the cruiserweight, cruiserweight competition. Classic. Yeah. Ah, right. And I think it was against Zack Sabre Junior. It, it, it's just come up at the top when I've put in injury. Right. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Flash Morgan Webster Global Cruiserweight Series qualifying. Right, and he got injured in that match. I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. It's on Reddit, to anyway. that guy as well. Yeah, but he was always going to be in it anyway, Zack Sabre Jr. So he's, he wasn't... He yeah, he was he always going to lose. He wasn't going to, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm not... And we've said this before, anybody, anybody who listens like regularly... What is the deal with Zack Sabre Jr.? I just don't get it. Someone on Reddit, just to let you know, has said, um, this comment says it all. Some say Zack Sabre Jr. started the Divas Revolution. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. So I'm just going to leave it at that. That's hilarious. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's more of one wizard from England. I'm I'm yet to be sold on Zack. No, I'm I'm not either because he can't. The submissions, I love technical wrestling. So mm. I love the technical submissions, but he can't throw a punch and he can't sell a move. He can't sell a, a move, which and is he, big, he, which is a big fucking part of it. He really can't tell a story. With, no, like from what hence, I've seen, hence why the crowds were always dead every time oh. I've seen him. Anyway, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll uh, win us over win one us day. Over hope so. I hope he does actually, because I do feel in the minority. Because I think a lot of people really like it. Yeah, no, everybody. So I think loves I've him, yeah. missed some. I think I've not seen him at his greatest or maybe, what, maybe in not. his comfort maybe zone, not. whatever. Maybe but not. I'll I'll give him one hundred percent. Give him a chance. I'm not rating him off. I'm yeah, just definitely. totally not impressed with him so far. No, I mean, I mean, you don't know what was going on in that cruiserweight thing. So, um, so Morgan Webster wins, and he's yeah. into the Super Strong Style 16 tournament, which is in like two weeks. Unbelievable! And it's impossible for us to get to, and it's gutting. Um, Gutted. But it was a great match. Like uh, you know, it was it was so technical, and but I, f- I fear. I would need to go back to pick it apart to like really get into the nuances of it. I thought um, Morgan interrupting his entrance was perfect. Mm-hmm. I thought that was such a great way of starting it. Those stairs seemed a bit uh, steep. <laughs> so when he, <laughs> whenever anyone was like getting knocked off him, I know. Oh Jesus! I know it's quite frightening. Um, and the the seating's quite close to the action at times. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great way to start the show, and I was in it from then. Mm. I was like, right, here we go. This is what it's about. It's good wrestling. I mean, sadly, the only thing that you really remember from James Drake is he's got a face on his ass. <laughs> oh, there were so many chants <laughs> about about, about that. On his ass. It was sensational. What were they now? Uh, uh, the, the world in his hands. But face on face his ass. Ass um, Ars face. Ass face. Our space, our space, yeah. our space, our, yeah. Oh, there was just there was loads. Every and I felt sorry for the dude, but it was like nah, well, at least he was getting some. Yeah, he, he was getting heat. Your ass. What was all that about? It's yeah, really it's, weird. It's quite bizarre. Yeah, it was. It was super weird. I wouldn't have weird. my own face on my ass. I'd probably have my face on each cheek, actually. It's like a little smiley, Would smiley you? M face. Yeah, that'd be quite fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> She's got two faces on her ass. <laughs> yeah. So next up, we get Ginny versus the Session Moth. Now, I was very excited to see Session Moth. Thing. And yeah, I know Ginny, I'm ignorant. I'm coming at it yeah. from a very ignorant point of view because I don't know who these people are because like, I'm new to progress. So like, yeah. I don't know who Ginny is. Um, but I thought I thought she was all right. I wasn't. I didn't like her. Um, I liked that she was going for it, but I didn't. 
it's just there's just some things that make me cringe and like when the um crowd were saying about like oh she's got kids when she put that carrier bag over session moth's head and yeah. she was going i don't care about your kids and it's like oh <laughs> no you shut can up. literally do every women wrestler's impression just shut up don't talk Ginny. I, I, I know what you mean it was just a bit it just kind of brought me back down to earth on Ginny a little bit and i was like Ginny, don't yeah. Ginny, don't you don't have to be gob off the crowd is gobbing off for you yeah. just be a badass because you you know you've got a spiteful face. Yep. Work it, but yeah, don't don't fucking don't start talking shit. Because especially off the cuff shit like that, you know, when you kind of respond into a crowd, it just it's yeah. lame at the best of times. Things like that. I mean, you've got yeah, to be quite funny for that to work and and be. I think you've got a queer. Uh, <laughs> you've got, got a queef. I think she might have got a cheer instead of a boo if she was queefing. Oh, but the Jesus. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Apologies to anyone who listens to this. Who gets offended. But if you are listening to it, you know us by now. So fuck off. Um, <laughs> the um, Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I thought her entrance was really cool. I thought she set the stall out as the heel straight away mm-hmm. i thought there's there's loads of wrestling potential there yeah like she's really good in the ring but yeah i thought that the, there's little little bits i think you've what i was supposed to say is i think you've got to swear mm. in those situations so if she i don't give a fuck about your kids we would have been like whoa Absolutely, okay yeah. shit because the bag on the head thing was was shocking yeah it was because we intense. all we all know that you know we we all we all went through high school when <laughs> you know they said don't put plastic bags on your ki- on your head otherwise <laughs> you'll fucking um, die. <laughs> so, but there's obviously like holes in the bag because they put holes in the bags. That was now. a new thing though. Only in, only done in the nineties that. Yeah, but they do put holes in the bags now. So we do. We, so no, she was in no danger. But it's quite yeah, it's quite horrid to see. It was. Yeah, but I, I enjoy. I really enjoyed it. I was surprised she so, lost. Yeah, I, I was surprised she lost. I don't think she needs the win though. Nah. Whereas like Ginny to me screams progress women's champion, mm-hmm. even though she's not at the moment, but and she probably has been in the past. Whereas um, Session Moth is the journeyman, so she'll go all over the place and lose every match probably, mm. but is there as the comic relief. Thing. Yeah. Because Hull getting the fag out, drinking car. Oh, so funny. When they had that sort of, um, the uh, the ground sort of um, chain wrestling where she had a thumb over the, the top of the can to stop it from spilling. Oh, that was, was so genius. funny. Genius. Just little things like that. Because she's not, we all know she's not technically a, an amazing technical wrestler. I mean, but she can't, she, she is technical. But it's little things like that that just, Push, just get out, you know, grinding on the ref. You know, Chris Oryx got a picture with her and she's licking his fucking face. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. She's absolutely hilarious. She's, she's literally so funny. seems like she doesn't give a fuck. She's great. She's absolutely. I'm, I'm gutted now that I didn't get a picture with her. Really wanted one. Really? Yeah, yeah, really, really wanted one. And I think I needed a wee or something and I just left. But, um. You did. But, like, I, I was. Like, I, I only went for Mark Andrews because I got a picture with Mark Andrews. If you follow us on social media, you've seen it because um, I think he's meant but he was right on the end mm. and like Flash Morgan was there and Riddle was there and I was like oh god I'd love to get pictures with all these guys but it's I don't want to get them to come out from behind the table well they were selling sell, stuff sell yeah shit, and yeah. that's why because I mean I think Session Moth had uh, signed pictures and yeah I was just I, I think she had a t-shirt as well that oh did she Queen of Session style that's or cr- really one, funny which is hilarious 
But uh, yeah, I just, I was a bit like, I didn't want to feel like I was taking the piss a bit. Yeah, because I, I went up to Mark Andrews trying to buy a t-shirt mm. and he, they didn't have it in my size. So I've, I've ordered it from, from his website. But I felt like a bit of a dick after saying like, oh, I think you're really cool, can I have a picture? And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Aww. And then I asked him twice what his website was just to make it abundantly clear that I was going to buy something. And you left him a note at the checkout. I left him a note at the checkout. <laughs> to <tell> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm t- I told you I was going to buy it. I'm Mark. surprised you didn't attach the, the picture. If it would have like allowed you to add an attachment, <laughs> he's like, it's definitely me. I wasn't bullshitting you Segway. for a photo. <laughs> Segway to the funny thing we were talking about on the way out. Because I, I said to him, like, oh, have you got this in a medium? And he's like, oh, I've not, I've not got any medium. I was like, lad. He's like, no. And he went, I've got them at home. <laughs> And you went, what is his proposition in you there? He's taking you home. Hello, yeah. Is he such like... a, it was such a sweet thing to say. I was like, oh, I've, I've got him at home, though. Oh, bless like, him. Yeah, so I was like, well, I'm going to fucking buy one. Don't you worry. These it's... guys are like seriously hustling like for for cash. You know, you know. I mean, that's what the merch thing's about. You know, you want to sell as much as possible. You want a bit more money in your pocket. Yeah. And that's where you're going to make your money. And we were talking about this. I think the faces have to. Yeah. The, I think the heels yeah. I think the heels will be compensated with the fact that they don't let them sell merch. Because when we turned up and there was no like people. We know, no, yeah, I was, like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but because there were so many other t shirts, I was like, Oh Christ, you know, money's a bit tight, I don't wanna like you know, we've just come back from WrestleMania. I'm not spending like hundred quid, even no. though even though I budgeted for hundred quid. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Uh, spent five on streamers instead. Well, hey, <laughs> which was amazing. Best five I've ever spent. And we got one left. Yeah, I wanted to keep one of them. Damn, damn right, I want to keep one of them. Take it to the next one. No, we won't. Frame it. I'm joking. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, the faces were the ones that were out selling the merch. Yeah. Whereas the heels weren't, so the heels must get compensated for that. Was that the case pay. at ICW as well? Um no, because Galloway had a t shirt and one out though. He didn't come out, did he? No, he didn't come out, but it was being sold. Yeah. So like But the people who come out are all faces. Yeah, but they were the only ones that had things on sale. Oh, okay. So like everybody else didn't have anything on sale apart from the ones that came out. They were yeah. all the faces. Like not like I think the only the only face that wasn't there was like Spud and Travis Banks. Mm-hmm. From what I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, Haskins, but he seems like he's sort of like the halfway house where he's really popular, but you know, he's got that aggression. Um, so they were the only ones that weren't out selling their shit, yeah, um, that were faces or were reacted to to like faces. So obviously, Bank, I think Banks is the same as Haskins in, in aggression, so maybe they're supposed to be heels, but they get cheered anyway. Um, and we've seen Banks before, but we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but yeah, I love the match. Uh, Session Moth Martin is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, that bump to finish with, that sort of like X factor from the top rope or the middle rope, and it looked like her head spiked into the it, ground. It was it pretty bad, yeah. It looked harsh. But yeah, no, awesome match. Really good. Uh, awesome match. And probably Ginny probably still smells like Carlin. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. God, she had enough spat in her face, didn't she? Jesus Christ. But it was oh. great as I'll relight my cigarette. Possibly one of the greatest tag team gimmicks <laughs> I have seen in a fucking long ass time is the London Riots. No, I'm joking. Of course it wasn't <laughs> London Riots. Um I like the London Riots though, but we're talking about sweet Jesus. Do you know just to go back to London Riots yeah. a second, I thought it was really funny that they came out really like face like 
Because when they came out, yeah. they were like the crowd were cheering them and they were like smiling and like giving yeah, it all yeah, this. Yeah. And I, I don't, I know, I don't really mind face and heel, but I saw them and I thought, because they look like heels. They're like they kind of got yeah, heel Kevin written Owens all over looks, them. Yeah. And then like as the match went on, they kind of like progressed into excuse yeah. the pun into being heels. Yeah. But it's like I don't know. I felt like they should have come out and been a bit more, a bit more badass instead of being like happy clappy think, smiley I think, yeah. people i think they're probably massive faces when they're in london yeah but i think it naturally led that way so they naturally led that way mm. i think i think that was i think a lot of that's got to go on them like i think it was because the way the match progressed again pardon pun mm. um it did seem like it was going to be like a straight there's no face no heel yeah but then when sweet jesus was so over um they just they just naturally went that way mm-hmm. But they weren't doing anything too heinous. Hmm. Uh, but Not at all. I just thought they kept... Because I thought, oh, these guys must be the faces then when they first came out. And then when Sweet Jesus oh, came out, I was like, oh, shit, Jesus really? Indeed. Yeah. Sweet Jesus, indeed. There that, were beach balls. That was like one of those moments where, you know when... And I think we said this before on, on, on several shows where if if you were just to transport somebody there who went... I've never seen wrestling. I'll come, <laughs> I'll come with you, and you're like, all right, and you literally just transport into that moment. Yeah, I just don't know how you'd explain what the fuck is going I, on. <laughs> I think on at least four separate occasions, turned around to you with a massive smile on my face, went, "This is mental. <laughs> this is absolutely mental." But considering, like, when they first came out, obviously Chuck Mambo and William Eva. Which took me a while to get. You had to tell me. Yep, I did. Do, do you want me to do? Yeah. Believer. <laughs> and he's go. basically like Jesus. Um, he did say on the is, back of his shorts as well. Yeah, but I thought that was just. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> I was. I can't even blame him on being pissed. Um, <laughs> but the when they came out, I was like, oh, the, these guys could be a bit of a joke here. But they were both extremely technical. Yeah, very, very, very good. Yeah, and really one's like the good. surfer dude, the other's like Jesus. I mean, sweet Jesus is like the most That's amazing, hilarious. amazing, just everything about hilarious. it. It's just, it shouldn't work, but it just, it just does, it just does. on a massive, massive scale. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And the chants were sensational for both of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Whole it world in his hands came out again. What was it? It's like... Um, uh, will you be my god? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. It's so good. I liked it when he was trying to like move one of the London riots with like the force yeah, of Jesus yeah. as well. Yeah. It was so. And, good. and he went, and then the last one, he he, sat, he kind of moved, and I went, nope, bang, <laughs> punched him in the face. Oh, it's Brilliant. just, it was great. It was oh, so much fun. That that was so that was, much fun. That was probably like the most most I smiled during a match. I think and laughed. Like they were there for a reason. They were mm. there like second to last before the uh, interval. Um, g- brilliant. I've got I've got nothing but good things to say about both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the match before the interval. <laughs> oh my now, god! I feel like we need to paint the picture a little bit. Here. As in what I'm wearing. What <laughs> you're wearing and what I was doing. So <laughs> we get a singles match. And Travis Banks comes out first. Now, Travis Banks is awesome. Yeah. We saw Travis Banks at uh, Access, um, WrestleMania Access. The He, he had a, a tag team match with his you know, his partner uh, against um, Rich Swan and Mustafa Ali. And they were booked awfully. 
Like it was, it was awful. It was an awful showing for him. And they got. I just don't remember him. Banks well, it, tall. Like yeah, I yeah. really don't remember yeah. him. So they got crickets, and I was cheering. You were cheering because the mm. progress sign came up, even though we've never been to one. Uh, but you know, British solidarity. Um, and it was crickets when they came out, and it was a bit of a joke. Like, and, and it was, but it was a really fun match and really well worked match. Mm. But it was Rich Swan and Mustafa Ali with the stars. Now, as soon as his music hit, the place was going nuts like really great pop for him and i was like yes and then that sort of begged the question of when this happens why would you go and do that because there was there was probably about the same amount of people watching go and do what go and do the access stuff like for for the american indie show like why why would you go and do that like it 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 just doesn't make sense to me when you get such a positive reaction in the, but then again, I just you think know, it's an opportunity. I know, yeah, but it, but it must be, it must suck. You must think like, oh, I get such a huge pop when I'm when I'm in progress, but I fucking come here and like mm. three of them know who I am, and two people are wearing progress shirts and they don't know who I am. Well, I think I mean, we we were talking about this though about when there was I think maybe Pete Dunn or someone you said had posted like a little video of him at a show recently and it looked like there was no fucker there and it was yeah it was about 50 people and it's like you must still like it like when you're an indie wrestler i just think that you have good days and bad days i think you're on top of the world and you're the best thing since sliced bread and wwe knocking at your door and then you play into like 50 people who don't really give a shit (laughs) it's like it's a strange little existence isn't it i imagine it is and it's very very up and down but i think that yeah i know what you mean because i it it does kind of come back to me that match now a little bit, but I don't remember him at all. Yeah, I, you remember the the other guy because he did more. And I can't I can't remember the it's like South Pacific or something. So I can't remember exactly the tag team name. Forgive me <coughs> for being so ignorant, but they're both amazing as a tag team. But I think Banks is particularly good uh, yeah. on his own. Yeah, he's great. So he comes out. So I'm rummaging through the bag for streamers at this point. <laughs> Because Trent Seven's about to come out. Oh, I'm wearing my insane Trent Seven Army T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, right, we're Buzzing. ready to, we're ready to cheer, we're ready to cheer on Mustache Mountain, and I looked up at the Tychotron bit, and it was just showing me a massive middle finger. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's all this about? And then he's, the music started, and the place booed like the booing Roman Reigns, <laughs> and I turned to went, oh fuck, oh shit, oh we're in the wrong place. We're in the wrong place. <laughs> and luckily, there was a couple of lads to the left of us who were cheering for Trent as well. But the streamer went back in the bag. <laughs> like, I love how like slowly and shamefully you put that streamer back in the bag as well. Because you yeah. open the packet so carefully and got it really ready in your hand to yeah. throw. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, it was it was a, a like, fucking nightmare. Like, oh, fuck. But how amazing was it to see him as a heel? He's a great heel. He's oh, a frightening yeah. heel, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was saying to you that... I mean, the thing is, I'm a Trent Seven fan. Yeah, me too. Heel face, whatever. But I refuse to cheer someone if they're coming out playing the heel. Yes. So I wasn't yes. going to about to start going, yeah, Trent. It's yeah. like, no, actually, he's playing the heel. I'm not going to be that knobhead. And I understand, yeah. you know, you want to cheer him on if you like him and stuff. But 
I think when someone's playing the heel, I think even if you love him, you've got to play along. Yeah, yeah. It's like Wolfgang, you know, we were yeah, saying the yeah. same thing about him. Wolfgang's it's like, too nice to boo. Yeah. And yeah, you don't you don't want to boo him, but at the same time he wants you to boo him. Yeah, totally. So you you kinda should. You know, it's it's the you know, it's better than just standing there and doing nothing. Yeah. Which totally. I kinda did a little bit with Trent because I was yeah. I was just like I couldn't be wearing a more garish Trent Seven top if I tried. <laughs> like, I am part of the insane Trent Seven army. Like, this is pathetic. I felt like, <laughs> I was saying, like, it was, it, it was, it felt like just going wearing, like, a Reigns or a Cena top in in a room full of, like, you know, mega wrestling fans and yeah. trying to go, hey. Saw, saw a dude with a Cena top. Yeah, we did. Fucking brave bastard. I know, yeah, I don't know if that was ironic. But I mean, no, it's, not, it's never ironic. <laughs> like, irony would be to have his cock out. Like <laughs> you know, there's not. It's like, oh, I'm wearing this shirt ironically. No, you're not. You bellend. You love him. Yeah, I think people do love him. But um, yeah, it was, it was so it was it was very surprising. Yeah. And we've had the thing is though, you and I have watched their heel promos for progress. Yeah, yeah. So why we've not put two and two together and thought, oh, it's Trent Seven. He's we such a the, great we face. With the rose tinted glasses on, we just couldn't wait to see him. But he was an amazing heel to the point where he was quite scary and I mean I know that yeah. it was the end of the match where he dusted and he kind of came out into the crowd but people were people seriously were getting, getting in his face, his face. Yeah, yeah. and he looked like legit like he, he would have had a fight with any of them like yeah yeah he was telling the fuck off oh my god yeah, he, was yeah. quite, he was frightening he was, he was really really good at it like so good at it because I mean you look at them and obviously done with a face only a mother could love you know like <laughs> he, he's he's like a he's, he's just got a really evil look and he's He's great. He's, I'm sure he's a lovely, lovely, lovely man. I liked. It. He probably isn't actually. He's probably a cunt. But nah. But I mean, yeah, like he he looks like a heel. Yeah. Whereas like Trent, I've only ever seen him doing his like fun Trent Seven yeah, thing. So it's yeah. hard to imagine him the mustache mountain. Yeah, stuff. doing anything else. And Dunn's the natural leader when they're a heel team. Yeah, I think Trent's the natural leader when he's a face team. Yeah, agree. I don't think I don't think Pete Dunn could be a face. I mean, I know he has, but he is. Yeah, he's done the ICW stuff. He's done has been. He's, just, he's, he's like that borderline type. You yeah. know, he doesn't do anything too anus. Yeah. Um, but Christ, I loved the match. I thought it was on point because what Trent does, he does so well, and it's very you know to forgive the pun again, very the strong style. A lot of slaps, mm-hmm. a lot of chest slaps. You know, but it's it's his facial expressions. That, again, like you were saying about Flash, um, for me, Trent's facial expressions like just just reel me in every time. He's another one. When somebody was like, great. and I think this was later on, which we'll get to, but somebody was jumping out of the ropes onto him and he was like, oh, and his face was like massive. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, you know, he sold that big time. Yeah, he's, but, he's so good. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, I fucking love the guy. Absolutely love the guy. Um, but Travis Banks, amazing, amazing... Uh, uh, showing and it was kind of like a super strong style teaser match so they both qualified so i would love to see that as like one of the final matches mm-hmm. and just see what happens from that yeah um but yeah christ brilliant absolutely brilliant and there was your interval yeah i mean it was, I, I, I must say like I, I i really loved that match but i was still recovering from trent being it was a, a shock it was a big shock to the point where i can't that's probably the match i remember the least of it because i think i was still a bit shell-shocked yeah, yeah. so like i'd quite like to go back and watch it i think we will because i just i was just too much and i was so then very paranoid of wearing my t-shirt that all i kept thinking was <laughs> is it really lame if i go and change my top and and i thought i must have thought it about 20 nah. times throughout it and i was like no you know just 
Stick with it. Loads of those WrestleCrate British Strong Style tops. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know why it, why it bothered me. I just... Because, you know, you, you're the new person at the party. You want to fit yeah, in. Yeah. You don't yeah, want no, totally. to don't expose yourself as a noob. Yeah, And I totally. fully did. Yeah, no, we, we both but did. I, I did. <laughs> I did say to you that I thought it would have been hilarious if you would have just... That streamer was already out your hand. Yeah. And it was just this lonely one streamer that just like hits Trent Seven <laughs> in the face. Well, or what something. Carl was well, it would have been a legend if it hits him in the face. <laughs> but what Carl was saying was like he picks him up and throws him back, uh, which would have been even funnier like that. Um, I feel the need as well just to just to go back a couple of steps of um, Ginny throwing the glow sticks back. She didn't oh, pull fucking any fucking hell. punches, did she? Oh Fuck my god, me. she was launching them at people. No, if one of them like... would have hit me, I think I might have gone for her. Like because she, yeah, yeah, she was. Honestly, and all I was thinking was, if one of them clocked me in the face, I'd be up. I'd be like, yeah. what What'd you say now, you skinny cunt? Yeah, yeah. Come here. <laughs> oh, God. She, just... it, it looked like it was on, on the verge of writing that. Mm. Like, I got a bit like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it was a bit too much for me. But because yeah. the thing is, because wrestling fans are so nice, they yeah. didn't then chuck it. You know, if that yeah, could have yeah. gone so badly wrong if wrestling fans were cunts like yeah, yeah. they could have thrown them From back like really anything. like but i mean even if they just did the gl- with the glow sticks you know like wisdom back at her at that speed yeah, she's yeah. fucked then because she's in the ring she's like yeah. a target yeah it's, massive like, it's target. like the girl at a festival who's sat on her boyfriend's shoulders and somebody throws something at her and misses <laughs> and then she flips the crowd off then everybody throws them at her <laughs> but yeah they, they're um she was lucky they didn't start but she was she wasn't just throwing them she was launching them she launched was yeah, but it was it was it was it was cool. It I, was I cool. It, yeah. I'm glad it wasn't in my direction. Yeah, I think if it hit you, I would have been pretty fucking angry. I would have gone apeshit. I would have got. I can't even tell you how mad I would have gone if she'd have fucking hit me with one of them glow sticks. I'd have been up. I'd have been out in the street because the security would have been like, I don't think so. That massive guy would have just picked me up. Yeah, fucking hell. The, with those, one hand. Those crews. I know, the crew were, were massive. Like, I did think it was funny when I looked over at the like the massive, massive guy and he was getting the beach balls out of the bin bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, just like him. knocking him out. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> the sweet Jesus. I, was, that was I, I thought that hilarious. was so funny. But um, sorry, I did take us back a couple of steps, but no, I thought that right. was uh, worth mentioning. Oh, it definitely is. The whole launching. Definitely does. Um... So the, the the match after the uh, interval was the Facebook Live match. Oh yeah, which I felt like they didn't they didn't pick well, but it was probably again to quote Carl. So it was Nathan Cruz versus Spud or Rockstar Spud. Yes, as some some of us know him as. Um, like Nathan Cruz is the most. Uh, sports entertainment e that they've got yeah it reminded, it reminded me a lot of orton mm-hmm. with his gestures to the crowd and all that sort of stuff um and the the actual match itself was brilliant spud it was great to see him in a capacity that wasn't like the joke act mm. well i've never seen him before so but yeah. i can see how he would go in that just because of his size. Yeah, I mean, it's it, one of the main reasons why I, I couldn't be asked with TNA because he just fucking he, he was like Dixie Carter's bitch. Oh and god! He referred to her as my queen. And oh no! I was like, oh god, he's so the Ellsworth him. <laughs> yeah, totally. He was so much better than that, and he's probably done better stuff since. But um, I thought it was an interesting one to pick as the uh, as the Facebook Live match. Yeah, I felt it was the weakest. 
out mm. of them all. I don't yeah. mean technically, but I mean as something happening. As a, yeah, as a match. Yeah. I know what you mean. And I, I thought at the time that that was a deliberate thing that they just, they, they, they put, put the, they put the worst yeah. 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 Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Rather than give it, you know, give anything away. Yeah, totally. Because it was the one with the least, con- well, not so much least consequence, but yeah, it was, it was, like you say, not for ability, but it was, for many other reasons, the weakest one on the card. So yeah. it makes sense if you're going to give one away for free on Facebook Live, you know, you don't want to... Yeah, you don't want to... still want to try and get people to buy the thingy for 15 yeah. quid, don't you? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, so that was a super strong style 16 tournament qualifying match as well. So Nathan Cruz goes into that. I do like him. I do like him. And he, and he was the one that Carl was saying got injured before the UK Championship. Oh, okay. Which is such a shame. Because mm. I think he would have been in his element there. But I'm sure yeah. he'll... Uh, I'm sure he'll get back in there at some point. So, next up, Matt Riddle versus Tyler Bates. I loved this match. I think this might have been my favourite yeah, match. Me too. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So I've not seen Riddle before. Obviously, seen Tyler before as a face. So this was him as a heel, um, coming out with his belts, which I thought was very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just loved this. Yeah, I did. I just loved it. And I, and I would never have matched those two. You know, looking at them, if I looked at them and like, you know, the thing is, I'm not like prejudiced against a small guy going against a bigger guy or anything in mm. matches. But sometimes it's not even stature or size. Sometimes people just look mismatched and I just wouldn't put them together. Yeah. And these are two people that on paper, I'd just be like, nah, I think maybe I'll... I'll I'll just bump against other people, but um, yeah, definitely. It really worked. It was it was so good, and and Riddle came out, and obviously he's got the um, MMA background. He came out of his bare feet, and I was I kind of had quite low expectations. Not I didn't think he was going to be shit by any stretch at all, and I'm not one to judge because I'm not the most technical audience member in the room. But in terms of having an eye for technical detail and all that, but I, you know I didn't. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't the quality that, you know, that match was just a much higher standard than I was expecting. Much higher. I loved it. You're going to have to stop and talk now. No, totally. I'm 100% with you. Uh, Riddle, I've never seen wrestle. And I was really excited for it because he's he's creating a massive name for himself. Mm. And it's fully justified as well. Like, I thought it would be a bit of, and it kind of started that way, where he'd be doing a few MMA moves and yeah, and that sort of stuff. But the um, oh God, it was it was it was amazing. It's great, and it was such a shame when when Trent came out and interrupted. But obviously, was. that's what you've got to do. I know um, it was a shame, and and I think you you're right in the sense that Tyler Bate is your weakest link when it comes to heels. Yeah. So I think if that was, you know, that it kind of needed to happen to, yeah. to really push him in. He, I, yeah, and everyone totally. was still giving him shit, and, but he wasn't, <coughs> he's not awfully good at responding to it, I don't think, or, no. or giving the crowd as much shit as Dunn and Trent does. Yeah. And I think he needed them coming out to just push him to, to be like mega heel kind yeah. of thing. Do you think part of that, cause, and this has just come into my head now, like obviously Trent came out and he was flipping off the crowd, mm-hmm. and so was Dunn. Do you think they he cannot have a picture of him with the WWE UK title 
and it with him flipping off crowd probably not probably not and, yeah. and you said like last night that you know we were talking about this and i think you made a comment saying you know you you kind of got a feel for the guy because he must be on pins he, he must constantly be on pins because he's got quite a lot riding on things at the moment he's going to adult uk shows with a wwe belt representing their brand and he's going yeah. to shows where people do flip off a crowd and do say the f word and say the c word and you know like it's he can do what he likes obviously they understand they know how it goes they know what these brands do they know what they're about they've seen them this is where they've got these guys from they know the game yeah but pun intended but it must there must be some sort of level of nervousness of one wrong move and someone yeah. else is in my spot yeah and i've fucked up i think somebody else will be in his spot on saturday yeah i agree totally that's all we'll say on that um <laughs> but the match itself for a guy so young fucking hell can he put on a match that tells an amazing story i love the fact that the last few matches that i've seen him do he's dropped the spinning shit as funny as that was when he was coming across as being like the the underdoggy character i you don't know. like it see I, I thought it was funny where he spun and then pretending to be tired and then got up and then spun again you know it's and it okay. did get it did get a few pops but i think now he's growing a beard for a reason mm. and you know he's not they're not gonna fuck about they're gonna get them both in there as a tag team i think i agree but um matt riddle on the other hand was just fucking mind-blowing he was great. Like, I couldn't believe how good he was. And I think I think it's probably maybe over-egging it to people who are like purists. But I expected so little from him and I expected a bit more MMA stuff. And he did hit a switch kick, which I liked. I did like that. Um, but he was just, his persona was good. And yeah. that, I think that's unusual for someone who's come from another sport. Because I think that although there are certain people in your American indie show who have come from other sports yeah they get given a lot and they get given yeah. a lot of coaching but they're still not natural and it still doesn't come and you still know they're not from a wrestling background yeah you, you just know you can tell that it's it just doesn't go skin deep doesn't go, there's nothing going on behind the eyes totally and you know who i'm thinking of here don't you i do corbin yeah yeah you know there's nothing going on behind the eyes at all really and he's a nice guy he's great but he's more animated when he's being himself and he's yeah, being interviewed yeah. and you're like oh shit he's actually a really, a really yeah, quite animated yeah. guy but he, he's it, it just you can tell whereas riddle i couldn't tell he was like, like to me fully riddle, in, this, yeah. in the world like he's embraced the world and he was out there you know out there it, talking to people in the queue or just chatting stood outside he's on the merch booth for fucking ages before, before and, and after. after the show so and and he was just great in the ring and he was it was really sad when the rest of strong style came out because it was like yeah i felt really bad for him i was like no you've robbed him and you've that's, ex robbed that's him. the exact reaction exactly. that you want yeah. it was brilliant and that is down to him more so than bait yeah like it was just he's just amazing really really good for somebody that looks the way he does mm. And I felt like at times I should have shielded your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, I think it's hard to get sympathy when you look like that. And he gets it. Mm. He gets it because he's the bro. Like, it's the bro he's character. He's an unthreatening guy. Yeah, and he comes out and he's got his cap on and he's got his long hair now. And, you know, it's like, oh, all right, guys. You know, obviously, not that accent. Um, <laughs> but, 
for somebody of his size and his stature and his move set, mm. it's hard to get sympathy. Like, you know what they would do with him on the American Indie Show? They'd put the fucking rockets up his ass, they'd change him, and he'd become the f- super face. He'd become the all, the um, all American boy. Yeah, the California kid, but in WWE. Yeah, totally. And. And it won't work because because you, you can't you, can, you know you can't sympathise with these people. It'd become a it'd be it's too different in terms of the mould I think for the American indie show to the point where he'd be a novelty act. So yeah. he'd be a surfer novelty yeah. person who was mid card, and yeah, yeah, he he wouldn't be the guy. He wouldn't be the man because he, he's it's the thing is that that's that's kind of what I love about watching the indies more and more and more because everybody looks different. And everyone's got a shot, and it it yeah. doesn't matter. You can it just doesn't matter. It it really doesn't to the point where I don't. I, I have to really think about it to notice. Yeah, I, it's only like having a conversation like this where you start reeling guys off who yeah, you yeah. love and you're rooting for who just do not fit that American indie mold at all, at all. Because you just don't yeah. notice when you're watching them. Because they're doing such a good job. The promotion's booking them. They're doing a great job booking them. They've done a great job with their own characters, doing a great job in the ring. And, you know, they've got really good rapport and really good chemistry. Yeah. It all just works. I mean, look at fucking <sighs> Spud. Yeah. I mean, I know he's short. You can tell he's short. 140 like, pounds. He's like a small guy. It's but my left arse cheek. I didn't know anything about the TNA stuff at all. So watching him... I just thought he was a, just a legit, really good, yeah, wrestler, yeah. really good indie wrestler who's just short that yeah. gets picked on by heels. So, like knowing that, I'm not surprised that he went to TNA and that's what happened to him. Yeah, at all. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So, main event time for the Progress World Heavyweight Championship in a three-way match. Um, so we got Pete Dunne, we got Mark Andrews, and we got Mark Haskins. So Haskins is the one we've not seen before live. Uh, I'm very impressed. I thought he was awesome. I thought his aggression was a perfect offset against Dunn's aggression. Um, Andrews is Andrews. He's going to come out. He's going to high-five and stage dive and all that sort of shit, um, which you love about him. Sub is the mega face. Yeah. Haskins was the blurred lines, and Dunn was the mega heel. But he did really well. He was like people who were like middle finger. He was like slapping their hand away. Brilliant. Yeah. I was thinking if I was sat ringside, it's like I want my I want my hand slapped by Pete Dunn. <laughs> it, it, it looks harsh though. Yeah, it did. It he wants, he, he want, didn't pull any punches. No, he's just oh, the guy is fantastic. He's so good. I just I've got I've got no like I can't praise him enough. Yeah, me too. I just can't praise him enough. He just everything he does is just amazing. Yeah, it really is. And I'm so looking forward to... Uh, is it Friday or Saturday? Saturday, maybe. Saturday. So, yeah, I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah. Because Friday is actually the UK thing from Norwich, isn't it? That they're putting up. Yeah. Uh, bit, bit, bit late, you know. Yeah, because we know everything. That's Unbelievable. What's the, what was the fucking... Sorry, I'm not getting into it. No, screw them. Um, we can get into it a bit later mm-hmm. right afterwards. But um, yeah, absolutely loved the match. I thought it was fantastic. Then British Strong, again, two matches back-to-back, they came out and ruined it. And I was like, fuck, I was loving that. See, this is the thing, like, I think that my overwhelming feeling of this match, and I was thinking about things to say negatively about it. Not match, but, like, the whole show in general. And 
I'm I'm struggling to find a negative. And mm-hmm. um, the only negative that I came up with was it was only seven matches. I want more. The feeling of wanting more though means I'll buy a ticket to the next show. It was just enough for me. Yeah. It was it was a really good it was it was a good length of of show for me because they can drag on and you know me I've got I've said it before on the podcast but I have a weird problem whereby I can go and watch my favorite band in concert and yeah. I think they do 10 songs too many like I, yeah, I just yeah. I want people to just do half an hour yeah which is amazes me as to why I've never been to a fucking festival because I'm sure I'd love it everyone's on and off quick but yeah and it's the same with wrestling shows it's the same with you know it wasn't i mean the only ironically the longest one i've seen is wrestlemania and that was that seemed to go by in a bit of a flash to be honest yeah, but yeah. other ones i've been like oh my god <laughs> i think just... that was because all the matches were dead short though yeah they were it wasn't like an hour long match no Unless, I think wrestling might be a bad example, actually. I don't think I'm quite... It, it's not as bad as, as with music, but I do find myself clock-watching sometimes with other shows when they're a little bit too long and progress was just perfect. And yeah. because you know you're only getting three or four matches to start with, three matches afterwards or whatever it was, I think you you, you really you know go for it when, it's, when they're all on because you know it's not going to last very long. Yeah, totally. And it's it just makes it more thrilling, and like you said, it guarantees that you're going to buy a ticket and go and watch the next one. Yeah, would would you say that the uh, the time the show was on feeds into that a little bit as well? Because we were kind of like we we were walking out of there at like um, half six. Oh, it was great, and it was like oh, it's still light. Do you want to get a drink? Should we go and get some food? Oh, so you great, know, it was yeah. really good. So we could we could go and get some food and like really digest what was going on. And we talked with Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a long time about it and just you know what we liked and everything like that so it does it does kind of it, it feels it feels like the whole thing feels like i know we're segueing a bit away from the the match but we'll get back to it don't worry um it feels like the whole thing is geared towards um everybody being happy a little bit so like what carl's saying because he was in he lives in scunthorpe so he can go and get a train home and yeah. get home by 10 you know, which is when most shows are normally finishing. So you would have had to have got a hotel overnight. So I think they realised that you know, put it on, just put it on during the day, so yeah. everyone, everyone can go get pissed afterwards. You know, such a great idea. Yeah, it so is. honestly, I, I was so relieved to find out that it was on at three, because I really, re- I'm, I don't get an awful lot of sleep anyway but I, I hate doing things on school nights because <laughs> yeah, i do yeah, get yeah. really really paranoid of like i need to be in bed now and, yeah, and once totally. it gets, starts getting to like past 10 i'm I'm getting antsy it's like i need to head back how the fuck are we gonna get home is are we gonna be able to get an uber you know what the fuck and it's gonna charge us five times the rate yeah but that was great it was so chilled out it was so relaxed everyone was in really good spirits you know nobody was I think because it's at that time as well, I think you, no one's getting pissed. No. I think it's a little bit early for like, I think you, there's a real like psychological switch in your head that goes on when you, you go to somewhere that starts at eight o'clock at night and I think you just down them and it's a party and it's a night out compared yeah. to something that starts at 3 p.m. I just think yeah, that it, yeah. it's yeah. a very, on a Sunday, it's a different feel, isn't it? Yeah. And everyone was in really good spirits. They, they really were. It was great. It was it so, were. so good. But yeah, sorry, we yeah. digress. So the match was, was spot for spot perfect. Um, the the bits that stand out, obviously, because we were on that side, is Dunn throwing 
Andrew's onto the chairs and telling people to move and everyone moving oh, out of the way. And I was like, oh shit, do we need to move? Because we were stood like right behind those chairs. Uh, but he didn't get that far, luckily. Because I would have decked if he got that far. But the, um, <laughs> yeah, it was just absolutely fantastic. Mm. Again, you know, with them interfering, I was a bit like, oh god, that was such a good match. I, t- I kind of didn't, kind of didn't want it like that. But that set up then the brilliant heel promo from Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. and then the pop that came after it. Wow. So, CCK. Who are CCK? D- honestly, don't know. No, I, 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 I recognise them. I will. I'll be honest. I recognise them, but literally photographs of them. Yeah. So I knew. I don't. I don't know anything about them, but I think I must have seen pictures of them on Twitter. Yeah, I yeah, must probably. have done. But I don't. I. I didn't know the name. I didn't know what the, the fuck wolf, they're about. The no wolf idea. mask see, does seem familiar to me, mm. but I've never seen them wrestle. Never seen anything. So when they came out, I was kind of like. I I was just just completely taken aback by the crowd. Yeah, it, it was, was like people jumping up and down. They were hugging each other to the point where I hardly saw anything of what they did in the ring. No, I saw, like the next time I kind of looked up from watching the crowd lose their shit was when um, the one with the mask was like doing a corkscrew uh, plancher from over the top rope to the outside, mm. and I was like, oh my god! Like like I look up just as this guy's like <laughs> spinning through the air. I was like, holy fucking shit! This is crazy. And I think the vi- so progress put up a video of them coming out and the it does not do the pop justice at all really that's such a shame because the pop the reason, was insane the reason why is because whoever it was who recorded the video and i think it may have been like a commentator or something like right. that so was cheering as well uh, and, yeah, and we know we know from doing our own um filmed videos through a phone that if you're filming it you cannot cannot say anything mm-hmm. because then you just hear you and that's it it, dr- it drowns, it drowns the entire out, crowd yeah. out so but the, the pop was absolutely fucking mental mental like it was it was nuts yeah it was amazing to be a part of that absolutely amazing to be a part of that mm-hmm. and it was so well done you know we've done on the mic you know done done um <laughs> saying like no one can touch me no one can touch british strong style and then this music comes on and okay there we go there's a there's a uh, uh a uh a downside for me is the music seems a bit stock yeah and it was just like because because the thing is is like when a mu- when the music hit most of the time there wasn't a pop until you saw who it was yeah it's true who was who was coming out um, apart from British Strong Style, because they've obviously all three of them have got the same music, so you kind of remember mm. it from earlier. And the the um, you know the video package entrance uh, video is on straight away. Yeah. Whereas for quite a few people, they did they didn't do that. I think what could have been a really good thing for CCK was to have it come up on the screen mm. before they ran out. Because then I think the crowd would have gone nuts and then popped again. Yeah. Like done the, done a, a second over the top one. Because it was like guys hugging each other. It was, and it was, it, it was losing amazing. losing their yeah. fucking minds. It was amazing. And it, and, and it makes me like, you know, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking bullshit anybody. Like, I don't know who these guys are. But it makes you want to go and, and there was a guy, there was even a, t- a tweet, because I looked at a few of the tweets just to see what people were saying about the show. 
um, using the hashtag. And there was a guy that said, I didn't know who they were. And I messaged him and we didn't know him either. <laughs> like, we didn't know either, but how crazy was that pop? Yeah. It was insane. All the ramp were on the feet, the people in the seats on the ramp. It was cr- I couldn't see anything at that point. Like, no. for, I, I honestly couldn't. I know you said you, you didn't. I'd, I saw nothing at all because it was just... It, it was crazy. It was absolutely... The last time I've seen something like that is the Hardys at Mania. Yeah. In that terms level of, like, of hysteria. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking... I'm not talking, obviously, that was... Uh, that's a fucking lot of people. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the people who were around us and reactions yeah. was very similar to that. Yeah, It was 100%. like pandemonium. Yeah, totally. <laughs> the only difference was we weren't going yeah. mad. It's yeah, just me and yeah. you were like, uh? Well, I, I was kind of like, whoa, whoa, like, feeling a bit like, oh, my God, who are these guys? Uh, fucking shoes flying beers pints flying in the fucking air <laughs> and that you know those crazy bastards of the ritz were doing two pint beers which i've never fucking seen before no they were massive weren't they yeah and th- and they had a sign behind the thing saying if you want to get a pint we've got two pint cups which makes it easier for you <laughs> and it doesn't mean say you have to keep coming back and queuing so everybody had a fucking two pint cup Obviously, but these two pint cups that were like half full, so a full pint in it, fucking flying in the air, like just going absolutely <laughs> mad. It was crazy. It was absolutely mental. And what a brilliant way to finish the show. Yeah, it was something so like good. that. Yeah, absolutely so brilliant way to finish good. it. And I thought, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna like lie and say like it was a, it was an emotional moment. But I feel, I feel like for somebody maybe like Carl, who has been to like every Manchester show, and you know, people that go there all the time, and they obviously people who go there all the time know each other because there's so many of them that go, "Hey, it's you, are yeah, you?" Yeah. The bit where they were chanting and we were chanting, "This is progress." Yeah. And Jim sat down in the middle of the ring and was just like shaking his head as if to say, and I'm sure he was overwhelmed. Mm. But like that was a real fucking moment. Like yeah. that was a real moment when he was sat in the middle of that ring, because the thing is as well. And I thought this would be a downside, but it's actually an upside. Is him coming on the um, the mic in between matches and just asking how you are, you know, oh, cheers for coming up to us in the interval, or happy birthday to Jordan, or whatever the <laughs> fuck it was, kind of jarred me out of it a little bit. So, like, but in a good way. So, like, the American Indie Show puts on a show of that quality sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it starts to finish, there's no compare chatting shit saying oh we're gonna have a break now guys we're gonna have 15 minutes you want to go get yourself a pint yeah you couldn't say i seen a bit oh ch- cheers cheers for being here cheers for being so loud yeah that kind of jarred me out of it a little bit but but endeared me to him so then when that when that moment finished and they went to the back and he was sat in the middle of the ring mm-hmm. just looking at the floor going fucking this is awesome yeah like it was an emotional moment mm. It was a real emotional moment. And, like, I, you know, I'm sure if we'd have been there from the inception, from 2012, we would have been really caught up in that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, like you said at the start of the show, you know, progress is kind of like my last box ticked. You know, we've mm. done GPW, we've done, you know, ICW when they've come round. There's that Liverpool show that I was half inclined to sort of suggest to you, but Paige's mum's on it, so maybe not. Oh, I saw that. I saw the poster yeah, for the it. Yeah, the poster for it. But it looks like a decent card. Good. Yeah, and extreme yeah. wrestling, so it's going to be I'm an not Paige's mother put me off going to a show. No, I, thought I was making a heinous joke. Um, so was I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the um, it was such an incredible moment, and what a way to finish it. 
Like, what a way to finish it. And then after you f- he's finished talking, and he's like, thanks so much for coming. This has been a, an absolutely amazing night. Get home safe, everyone. Get yourselves to the pub, and we'll see you next time. Tickets go on sale tomorrow mm. at dinner time. Cool. You turn around, fucking all the wrestlers are in the merch booth straight away. I know. Straight away. It's such a genius move to have the tickets go on sale the day after because everyone's riding a high. Yeah. And that's why I think that, you know, if we we remove the twickets, they either sell out or they don't, whatever, 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 whatever. But you do want to just go straight back when yeah, a show's totally. done really well. And, and that is the best time to put your shit on sale. It's why the American Indie Show advertises the next WrestleMania when it's still on. You know, you're watching the current one and they've got the advert for the next one because everybody's pandemonium's high and people are stupid and money starts coming like, fuck it! I don't give a shit! But like 15 quid for a fucking show is nothing. Well, yeah. Me and you going to see one of them, we just knock a Domino's out a month. Exactly. And we've got when we're going. I know. And the thing, right, okay. So... I wanted to have a discussion on this show. Okay. We were talking last night over dinner. We were talking about it kind of to Chris as well. Um, about, let's get it out there, WWE. That American indie show. That American indie show. So I was fully, fully, fully planning to bankrupt myself to go and ensure that you and I go to WrestleMania 30. Or 34? Yeah, yeah. yeah WrestleMania 34. I'm like, we're going, Ab- absolutely. There's no way. I'm not going to New Orleans. We are going. And listen, we may still go. However, ICW and Progress has really made me question whether or not I need to spend that amount of money to feel that great going, watching wrestling. Because I don't... I used to think that I would have to fly halfway across the world to see a really good quality product. That was the, my ignorant side. Yeah. And it's the cream of the crop. It's where all the wrestlers want to go. Like, that's where they're all aiming to be working one day. Yeah. It's like every single company is NXT and everyone one day wants to go to the to the holy the grail roster, that yeah. is WWE. But it, it does make me question, like, how much money we spent on going to Orlando... Um, and, and how much fun I've had at ICW and at Progress. Yeah. And like I said to you, I don't think I've ha- I had more fun at any of those WrestleMania shows. I think I had the same kind of, mate, well, probably probably even less fun at WrestleMania itself. Because yeah, that seems so shit. Anybody who listens to the, the WrestleMania <laughs> React show, thanks very much for listening to that four and a half hour long oh bad, my God. bad motherfucker. Um, but yeah, I mean, the seats were shit. But it's a bit like, do you, I mean... I'm going to roll myself sick. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll come on to the podcast in a second because I think that's worth discussing as well. But we, I was just kind of spitballing last night over some, when we were having dinner, of we can you can spend thousands, literally thousands and thousands and thousands going to WrestleMania. Or, like, I could spend a fraction of the price, hire a car, and just follow, like, progress an icw round for for a bit you know or do you know what i mean like i just think that there's there's kind of like yeah. there are so many i feel like i'm at the start of something quite exciting wrestling wise because i ha- and i know this is ignorant and you're all gonna hate me for saying this but i didn't have high hopes for british wrestling 
I just didn't. I really didn't. I thought it was going to be fine. And I thought it was going to be reasonably entertaining. But I thought it was going to be a bit shit. It's just going to be a bit amateur. A bit crap. The standard's going to be all right. Because I think if you get in a ring, you you fuck, you know, if, you, if you're doing it, you're doing it. And I'm not saying that I thought the wrestlers were going to be shit. But I thought the shows were going to be just shitty. Just no effort. Just blah. Just meh. And I've been so humbled by how good they are and how into it the fans are more so than wwe fans these are people who are like buying into a brand i think because it's going from the ground up rather than you know it's like it's like buying into your local fucking independent restaurant rather than buying into mcdonald's (laughs) you know you just you just don't feel like you need to buy into mcdonald's yeah you don't feel like it's going anywhere. It doesn't influence the menu. It doesn't make any difference. Your money makes no difference. And your love for it makes no difference to McDonald's at all. You can tweet them every day. We could do a McDonald's podcast. I don't know about that. And it doesn't make any K- KFC difference. It doesn't make any difference. I know, I know what you mean. And that, and that, now, you know, again, let's preface this by saying we're making no bones about it. There wouldn't be one without the other. So we no. have gotten into ICW because of their YouTube videos and because of the UK Championship. Of course, yeah. That's why we got into ICW. We then snowballed onto Progress because it had similar people mm-hmm. and we're big fans of them. Hence why we were so shocked that they're all fucking heinously hated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that everyone starts somewhere. So everyone starts somewhere. So And you've got people like Carl who lets us know about what's going on because mm. he does a amazing writing amazing wrestling writing mm. if you want have to, any any of you guys listening to this follow him is at carl gack on twitter who does some of the most insightful but not being a fucking insider you mm. know still as a fan like writing a fan's perspective like a real fan's perspective like you need to go and read him because I get I get half of my shit from what he's writing. Like, like you know, obviously sometimes I disagree with what he's saying and, you know, he'll maybe listen to this podcast and disagree with what we're saying, but that's not the point. That's not the, the problem. Is It's the fact that, there's you know, you, you're having a dialogue after reading something or you're having a dialogue after listening to something. So when I was talking to him, like, I felt like this place needs me more and this play because I was coming out and I was saying all sorts of shit about WWE when we're coming out how they fucking insult our intelligence (laughs) how it's not for us they're not aiming it at us but yet we just fucking sheep herd along like some you know boring cattle that are just like oh yeah well because I like Kevin Owens and because I like Shinsuke and they're the only two people that they're doing anything with that I agree with Mm apart from keeping him off and putting him in a feud with Ziggler, which we know is going to be a great match, but come on. Um, what are you watching it for? And this is a big thing now, because when we were sat before, I was watching NXT, and I was like, you know, I enjoy watching NXT. So I don't think it's at the stage where I'm like, cancel the network, because obviously they're going to do this UK show. You brought this up before. I'm just putting it out there. What? That you were like, I'm seriously considering cancelling the network. Yeah, but that's because <laughs> I was being a tight ass. But like, because like, well, if we cancel the network, I can just subscribe to Progress as well. So we've got Progress, we've got ICW, and I can download Rarach for free. Wait, no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm really not. It took five minutes. Amazing internet quality. Amazing. I know. Um, but 
<sighs> can I? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Can I just say yeah. something? I'll, I'll regroup and come back. You I'll regroup. Have a look, do you say while well, I have a puff? Yeah, that's that so came out funny. really wrong. No, no, that's my dad says that. And we're just gonna have a little puff. My dad says that, and I just think that that's adorable. But anyway, I think the reason why I've I'm not I wouldn't go so far as to say that I'm I'm I I've seen a great, a couple of great British shows. So fuck WWE. You know, I'm not that I'm not that mental. Yeah. But I think it's the same thing as what. I think I said it to Carl actually last night where, and probably Chris too, whereby it's, WWE's very good for three months of the year. So from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, I mean, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. It's not great, but that's your best time because they start talking about mania at rumble the signs up or they start fucking having face face offs of each other for wrestlemania starts getting exciting then and then wrestlemania happens and it falls off a cliff it falls off a cliff for a long time to the point where SummerSlam, money in the bank used to be a really good pay-per-view it's not been good for a long time. Like, I can't remember the last decent Money in the Bank show. I really can't. Well, we fucking went thinking it was going to be mint. Yeah, and it, it was wasn't. shit. It was, I'd go so far as to say it was shit. But, you know, and then the SummerSlam, that used to be great. And NXT TakeOver Brooklyn is very good. It is, I think it's better than their WrestleMania, pre-WrestleMania show. I think yeah. that's their night. I really do. But the main show, SummerSlam, is like, it's not great. It's just, I mean, the last, obviously, I think this is the first one. This will be the first one since the brand split. So potentially it could be a little bit better because they've got more people now. They've got more talent. But usually it's just like a glorified Raw SummerSlam. It was never anything particularly great. I think it's that. And then, of course, we get into the last three months of the year, which is even a sillier season. In the le- December, I mean, they have... December is the worst, the worst shit Fucking you'll ever Christmas see. Christmas themed matches. It's the worst shit you will ever see in WWE. It's terrible. And what I think what I'm trying to say is that it's when it's good, WWE is sensational. It really is. They get it so well. They've got pyro. It's fantastic. It's pomp. Me and you yeah. like a bit of pomp. Yeah. And when it goes like, you know, when you're seeing Austin Aries walking out at WrestleMania, yeah, you know, like... It cool. takes some beating that, and Hardy's coming back, yeah. Undertaker retiring. I mean, they have they, they do these cinematic huge moments. They're Guardians of the Galaxy too. Let me attack you with as much fucking color and yeah, spectacle yeah. as you can get. You know, like they they get that, they do it really really well, but there just aren't enough of those moments, and they're not. There's no heart. Like I was saying before about you know Flash Morgan, there's no there's no heart. There used to be a lot of heart in NXT with Bailey as one example. And Zane. And Zane. And now it's like now, I now care Zane's less. like the, the annoying one backstage. <laughs> I just don't I don't give a shit. Look at Bala. And what's happened, what's starting to, you know how the mood's shifting around Bala. Look how the mood's shifting around Shinsuke. It's yep. like watching fucking when he since Shinsuke's gone to the main roster, it's like watching fucking So You Think You Can Dance. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry am I watching a wrestling show or is this Strictly like I just don't know what's going this on is the, what, that's fucking the guy is just dancing like I I don't give a fuck as and much as I love to see him dance 
you know what the guy died. The, yeah, yeah, I it's know, great, I know, I know. and I'm 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 overegging this massively. But my, you know, my point. I know my, your point. My point is that it's not good enough, enough. <laughs> if yeah. you know what I mean, it's it has so many down moments that now I think buying a ticket to a to a WWE show is a massive gamble. Well, we let's let's be like brutally honest. So a year ago. We wouldn't have bat an eyelid at 50 quid for NXT. No, it's true. I would have paid 50 quid just to see fucking Tommy End. And now, there's no way There's no way I'm spending that money on, on NXT. Because it's the same thing. Like, they're not... So, what, what would you say, other than WrestleMania and the roar after WrestleMania... Which was an awesome show. Which was unbelievably amazing. Mm. Yeah. What would you say, as a fan, me and you going to and i'm getting somewhere with this and i've got a count on point don't worry <laughs> what would you say is the best wrestling show me and you have ever been to see um are we talking like the, the nxt best, blackpool the nxt blackpool NXT Blackpool every day of the week nxt yeah. blackpool was the greatest show we'd been to see at that point now we've been to another two nxt blackpools one of them was icw at the ritz and the other was the progress at the ritz it's true they were both exactly the same feel. Mm-hmm. Not exactly the same feel. The fans are slightly different. But I want to give five minutes as to why I think that is. I'm going to get a drink while you Go do and get that. a drink. Okay, so I'll do it now. So, yeah. So, we've been to see another two NXT Blackpools. And the thing is, is like, you know, we started this show two years ago in February time. So, it's like two, two and a few months. And it was just WWE orientated. And the reason why we started it is because we wanted to meet like-minded people because most people listening to this and i think the ones that tweet us the most realize that you are very ostracized and quite lonely as a wrestling fan at times maybe you've got a, a big friendship group and uh, that loves wrestling that you're around every day awesome if that's the case props to you but that is not the case for us and that's not the case for a lot of people that we speak to a lot of people get looked at the uh, immortal quote that we've been asked to do fucking t-shirts of like you've got three heads <laughs> because of because you're a wrestling fan <clears throat> oh is hulk hogan still in it oh is that not the fucking best one that i've said on the podcast before like oh my kids watch that but i think they're getting a bit too old for it uh how old's your kids 13 yeah you're talking to a 28 year old man <laughs> who's telling you that they like it because i don't give a shit who i tell like oh, no, I, I I've got I've got enough about me to say, well fuck you. You like fucking goggle box cunts. Jump. My MD at work tells people that I have the biggest wrestling podcast in the UK. Oh, yeah. If only. Let's go and bomb. I love that she does, don't get me wrong. I think that that's better than saying you're loser. She but she tells anyone. She's supportive. She tell, yeah, she is. She's she's but then I feel like a massive fucking letdown. I'm like, I've got, I've got twelve listeners. Hey, no, we we have <laughs> we have done better than we could have ever have thought. We've got over a thousand subscribers on YouTube, mm-hmm. loads of people on SoundCloud and iTunes, and a lot of hits on the website. More than we can possibly imagine ever. So a thank you to everybody for that, as a one. Now, so we've had that moment. So the the quick point on the 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 ICW show wasn't sold out. ICW seemed to be struggling. Um, for ticket sales in certain areas. So Leicester, there was conflicting um, reports of how many people were there. Some people said 60, and other people say 150 at least. It wasn't 60. The, the twi- I won't name the the, um, 
the 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 Twitter account that said that because I don't think it's fair because because I, I just didn't think they got the right um, information. But you can see on the videos that there was more than sixty there. You can see on the videos. Um, but I think the reason why ICW doesn't sell out shows all the time is because they do three shows back to back and they call them Fight Club tapings. Whereas Progress does one show, then goes back to London and does another show, then goes to Birmingham and do his, does a show every t- like two weeks apart, and they're called Chapter Forty Eight, Chapter Forty Nine, Chapter Fifty. Like they mean something. They feel like they mean something because they don't do them all the time. Now ICW have got that business model of the WWE business model, which is the more content the better, and sometimes less is more. Those sort of things, but also. You know, they they sold out uh, Barramania, which was 1,500 people. Mm. So they do big shows. So that's why I think they're the biggest UK show. Now, if Progress went into that and, and, and was like, this is our WrestleMania event of the year, it's a 2,000-seat arena, you know, two, two, two and a half thousand, I think they could sell it out easily with the, the amount. Because I'd travel down for it. I'd travel down to London for it, definitely. Um you know, and like that forty-five quid for three nights. Oh my god, mm. unbelievable! Um, so that's why I think ICW doesn't sell out because they do it too often and too much. So that being said, the overriding point, and when I was you know high on life, <laughs> skipping out of the ritz yesterday, um, the thought was going through my, my mind, and I know you said like, "Oh, you're not going to go as far as to say fuck WWE." But the thought process that was going through my mind was, fuck WWE. Because if you're thinking about it logically, the show is not aimed for us. We are not their... We are their ideal fans, actually. Because we. this is the thing about, like... And we've said this on numerous podcasts with, like, people attacking each other for their opinions and all that sort of stuff. And, like, we can say something about how we dislike Roman Reigns as a character and then we're ostracised by fucking tweens like we're Satan. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's a fucking Mm. wrestling show. And people take it so seriously that the the tweeting the wrestlers and the saying how much they want Alexa Bliss to marry them and all this crazy shit crazy shit and i love from outside of WWE to inside WWE TJ Perkins don't love TJ Perkins anymore mm. because his instagram is just full of that TJ girl hashed like fucking TJ Perkins lover 45 <laughs> And they're all like, oh, my bae, my bae. It ruins it for me. I know, it's gross. I love his fucking, I love his new music. I love him as a wrestler. You know, I don't care that he's a 30-year-old man dabbing. I'm 28 and I fucking do it because I find it hilarious. (laughs) I don't give a shit. An ironic dab. Well, it looks ironic, but it's probably not (laughs) from me. Um, But I don't don't give a shit about any of that. I I think the guy's awesome in the ring. And they've ruined him for me. Balor, I've loved from, like, the moment he stepped foot in NXT. I loved him. And they've ruined, they're ruining him for me. Nakamura, like, how much, how overwhelmed were the both of us? I and know. this is the ignorant side of it, because we didn't see any of them before this. But then we go and search, and that's how we found New Japan. That's yeah, how we found true. ICW, mm-hmm. because we went and looked because of these NXT people. We've worked backwards from WWE. Yeah. 100% worked yeah. backwards. Yeah, because we love these people, and I don't like where it's going. Like, 
like how crazy was that moment of uh you know takeover where he was against Sami Zayn yeah and that entrance and I was like holy shit like rewinding the live show to watch it again yeah it was uh, I remember you I remember you showing me saying you've got to see this yeah you've got you've just got to sit sit down and just watch this entrance because yeah. it is the best entrance I've ever seen best music yeah the guy is amazing and and he what and and I just you know still to this I mean WWE are awfully good at that they're very yeah. very good at that sometimes yeah but I think that I think the question that I've got, and it, it, it really resonated with me last night at Progress, where Jim was in the ring at the end, and he said that this, you know, he was basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing because I've got a shit memory, but I know the gist of what he was saying. Yeah. What he was like saying, this has grown so big. This is a great time for British wrestling. It's like the yeah. best time for British wrestling. And, you know, like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm coming in at it at a great time. I'm coming yeah. at it where it's super, super popular. But I think that there's a, I could see, and I might be going a little bit far here, but I think that there's potentially going to be a shift in, if there hasn't already been, a shift in attitudes of wrestlers in terms of, is WWE the holy grail anymore? Because it used to be, but now they are seeing their own kind go up and get ruined they're seeing Noam Dar go up and be ruined. Fuck They're seeing gosh, Balor yeah. go up and struggle. They're seeing, like, these are people they've wrestled with who were the yeah, biggest yeah. fucking stars. And you go, they're, they're going to the big time, heading for the yeah. big top. And, and I think the, th- the thing we like saying, like, Balor struggles, like, the guy's made shitloads of money. No, I'm, But he's not done anything I'm being, meaningful. I'm but being not, very, very, very picky. Like, but, like, on the main roster, he's done nothing meaningful. No. And, like, they, they, they had to explain. Like, this is do- the WWE's angle on the demon wasn't just dress him up as jack the fucking ripper yeah and bring him out it was we have to do this irish folklore angle and he's like oh that was so with, shit with bala the fucking demon king and mm. and it is it is a 70 year old man trying to fucking deal with what's what's cool and now we've got mark dallas and jim who's fucking similar ages and they know what's fucking cool they know what they like like jim you fucking you know he was awesome on the mic but Vince McMahon knows what he likes. He likes, goodness gracious, great balls of fucking fire. Like, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, no. And I... it, is, it is his decision. He is the final say on everything. So people can say, oh, well, Triple H is making that decision, or the writers are making that decision. But no, he's the last book. He's the last stop. He makes all the decisions. He okays everything. Yeah. So it's him. And he's a legend. Don't get me wrong. Vince McMahon's the greatest fucking promoter in the history of promotions. But he is not promoting to us. He's promoting to kids because he thinks kids are the f- are the future of things. And like, I think you said like a really interesting point. Um, and I, I'll stop bashing WWE now because it's not it's not really fair. Because uh, I'm still a fan. But when you were saying about a shift, that was saying the be all and end all. Okay. So how how is like media sort of consumed now? It's consumed through things like Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's consumed because, in a large, of the WWE network. As soon as WWE got the WWE network, <laughs> it fight pass. Yeah. You've got progress on demand. You've got ICW on demand. You've got New Japan World. You've got mm-hmm. ROH on demand. So they they they've they've all come up from. And who was first? I don't care. It doesn't matter. But they're all there because of WWEs. Because that you know it's a it's a big fucking deal. And they're all six quid because WWE's only a tenner. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's price point, definitely, 100%. Now, is it going to be a case of, you know, because you can sit... Right, let me finish the first point <laughs> before I keep sidetracking and going on to different ones. Um, so, you consume things via the internet now, is the point. Yeah. It's like, very few people are watching, like, cable... Yeah, it's not channels. a thing. Because we're, cause we're, we're not, you know, we, we don't do that. We don't have Sky. We don't have Virgin Media. We literally, I've got the PlayStation and everything that we consume is through the PlayStation mm-hmm. and online. We don't even have Freeview TV. Don't even have Freeview because it's shit. Why, why, why we don't, we, we watch, everything we watch is a channel that we've paid for, an individual channel. And I class yeah. Netflix as an individual channel yeah, I'm paying for. Yeah. And it's, it's that, that, you know, network, it, you know, you'd subscribe to NBA when you, you know, when you could, when Before it was on. Before BT Sport, yeah. stop me. <laughs> you know, Fight Pass, you know, the UFC. <laughs> you know, Fight like we, we built, we've built our own. And that's the great thing. I think people can now build their own Sky TV packages. Yeah. And all, when you add all those channels up, it probably does come to what Sky charge, like 60 yeah. quid for all in and all that shit. Yeah, and yeah. It's, and, and why would you buy what they're selling you when you can build, literally build your own TV to, yeah. to, to cover everything you could possibly need um and that's my point finish because like i don't know where you were going with yours right so so, <laughs> so yeah so, <laughs> so derailed the, no it's all right don't worry um so yeah so everything's consuming streams through the internet so hopefully icw on demand is popular hopefully progress wrestling on demand is popular hopefully right I, I hope to God they get fucking thousands of people. Like, and that fight, the, the thing that we bought Baromania on because we couldn't be arsed waiting 24 hours for it to go on fucking... I know, no way. No, we definitely no, couldn't wait for that. No. <laughs> Shug's house parties over two nights. Shit. Yeah. Well, you know, just do don't you not do get, Do you not get like a pass? Like well, for both nights? Can you not... Probably. But there's there was, um, there, was, there was a lot of $20 gift cards flying around. Oh, there was? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll try and get one of them yeah, next yeah. time. Yeah, um, yeah. Unless they were like un- introductory and now they've got my details, so I can't. Well, use we it. can sign up with we'll my say. name. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, or just make a name up. <laughs> but the um, <laughs> so that's to me that's where it's going. I I think I think the internet is is you know a massive thing, and you know they'll they'll get more people watching the Joe Rogan experience than watch CNN. Yeah. And things like that. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm sorry to jump in. It's all right. Go on. Say. Andy James, say you're a wrestler. Hmm. Say you wrestle Hilarious. for British wrestling promotions. You earn a fee. You sell your shit. You've got those crowds. Are you still aiming for WWE in this day and age? Is it still the dream? Or is what we saw last night at Progress, is that enough? See, my thought on that is... It's the dream for everybody starting out. Because mm. I, I would be amiss to say that I didn't look at that and think, fuck me, would that be cool to do that? WWE? No, pro, like Progress. progress. Like okay. That's style show where the crowd's so into it. Mm-hmm. You know, Not the 50 people where nobody can give a shit and there's a fat dude in the front row picking his nose, that's mm. the, which is normally me. But that's, oh. <laughs> but that's not um, that's not the dream. The dream is to be to be appreciated for what you do. That's mm-hmm. the dream. Yeah. Now, let's flick it over to a music reference, and because I'm wearing a T-shirt, a Foo Fighters reference. So in their documentary, those arenas start looking the same. They start looking the same after a bit. 
So why did Balor trade in being the leader of the biggest stable? Possibly, arguably, and feel free to argue the point to me, but the biggest stable in the history of wrestling. Because mm. it's been going the longest and it's been the biggest thing. Yeah? Yeah. Why trade that in to go to NXT where the crowds at that time were tiny? They want to change your name and you can't do what you want to do. You have to agree to do what you want to do. I think it's the challenge. I think for a lot of these guys, like your Steens and your Zanes mm. and your Ballers and your Atamis, I think it's the challenge and then beca- and, the, and the chance to build something. Because Triple H, you know, f- people can say what the fucking want about Triple H, but he is the best thing that you know if if WWE didn't give you know Triple H that those those responsibilities and you can argue whether he married into it or not that can that's a, that's a, that's an argument for another day mm. but nobody can deny what he's done with it since he's been there and he fucking hates the fact that NXT is a bit thin at the moment he said it in interviews he's like they fucking gutted it and it's not my decision mm. it's Vince's decision Vince lo- Vince comes to the shows and he watches and he goes him him her her him yeah it's nothing to do with triple h who goes up it's nothing to do with matt bloom who goes up it's nothing to do with robbie brookside who goes up it's vince he chooses them and will gut them quite happily Mm. like he has done yeah he has gutted them um but but that's such a i think that's such a compliment and the fact that i want to watch smackdown and i want to watch raw because of those people um is testament to triple h's mindset now they change them when they go up they're not the same Mm. Finn Balor is not the same as he was in NXT. Shinsuke Nakamura, at the moment, seems to be the same. But they couldn't help themselves. They have to call him the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. Why? Why can't you just be Shinsuke Nakamura? Why does he have to be the artist? So then you've got fucking stupid face fucking Todd who's going... They are every time, every single time they mention him. Yeah. Definitely. I just realised who you were talking about then. I yeah, was like, yeah. who's face fucking Tom? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or Tom or, or Tom Phillips. Tom. Tom. Um, Todd Tom. He looks like a Todd. More yeah, than he looks Tom. like a tit. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> the, um, you know, every time he has to say his name, he's going, the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. And there's nobody on planet Earth uncooler than JBL. Oh my when God, he's trying Jesus to say something Christ. that's cool, yeah, no, like JBL, like for for you know a lot of people want him fired, but Mario's come out and said it wasn't anything to do with him when it might have been, but whatever, yeah, yeah, he did get payoff. Um, that was me doing a little sign- doing signing a little, money, little, little money to sign Andy there. Um, order a pizza, but the <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> We've but, had but, our dinner, but, but I'm not. I'm actually not joking. I'm starving. Um, I've been I've been working hard today. You I've have got, been I've working hard. Anyway. You've got so a bruise on your arm as well. Have I? Mm-hmm. Really? Other one? one. Um, Where? Underneath. I saw it before. Oh, motherfucker. I saw it before. I was like, oh, he's got a bruise. I can't remember now. I'll show you. Oh, God damn it. You've, yeah, you've definitely... To be continued on the bruises. Um, <laughs> you can probably assume what I've been doing. I'm beating him. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the natural <laughs> assumption. Um, but the... Uh, so, the, the, the point that I was trying to make... All that three hours ago, or whatever, however long it was, um, is 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 the they're not the same, and for some reason they're not keeping them the same. Now, this is this is the thing. I started doing three count, and not many people watch them on YouTube, but I, I like doing them, mm. so they will continue in some shape or form. Now, 
I'm struggling to watch Raw and SmackDown. And it's it's sad because I love the guys that are on it. I love it. But it's shit. <laughs> it's fucking shit. Like, if something, right, if something can make you so angry to the point of the fact that... Because <clears throat> don't get me wrong, right? Roman Reigns as a character, don't like him. We've, we've said this millions of times. Yeah. Everyone who listens to the show doesn't like him because you're, you're all the same age. You're all similar age to us. You're all, you know, wrestling fans rather than um, Jason Momoa fans. But the... Roman Reigns as a person, I think, is amazing. I think he's a really nice guy. He does loads of cool shit for charity. Mm-hmm. Proper nice guy. Rides with all the guys. You know, doesn't fucking get a private... Probably does now, but, like, you know, doesn't get, like, private buses and shit like Punk used to do and ostracise himself. He's there riding with everyone, riding with Jericho, the Usos. You know, mm-hmm. he's with everyone. That's that's a cool guy. That's a really nice, cool guy. Now, I fucking hate every time he comes on my screen. I hate it. I hate it to the point where I don't want to watch it and I skip through it. And then I miss something and I go, oh, to do a three count, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. But it's heinous. I hate listening to Michael Cole put him over. Mm. I hate the fact that you're supposed to have heel commentators. And I I won't be on this long, don't worry. I hate that you've got heel commentators, but as soon as Roman Reigns come out, all three commentators turn to faces. Yeah, it's so annoying. And they're putting him over all the time. And it's shit. It's boring. Like, he had that fucking amazing match with Strowman, who's now fucking, unfortunately, out for six months, which is gutting. Like, completely gutting. He had that great match where he put Strowman over. He was like, yes, awesome. That's going to be great, because when he comes back, he's going to come back better than ever, and then maybe he won't get booed as much. Well, he will always get booed. But, because I don't even think the Undertaker thing's the problem. It's everything around it. The Undertaker thing made sense. But everything around it is dog shit. But they couldn't fucking leave it. They had to have him. They had to have him fucking fighting him off on the ambulance. They had to. And it's shit. Mm. It's fucking shit. The artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura is shit. The t-shirts to bring it out for him are shit. And I've got most of them. The t-shirts to bring it out for Bala are shit. Because they're bringing out fucking one a week. Like Cena. Because he sells a lot. Yeah. So all they're doing is just... Just changing the design a tiny little bit and bringing out a new one. No, Bullet Club t-shirt, the reason why everyone fucking loves that is because it's looked the same for years. Yeah. It's looked the same for fucking years and for God's sake, put him in a stable. <laughs> if you're not going to fucking do anything with him, if you're going to have him coming out like a zombie and just throwing his arms in the air and showing no personality whatsoever, although when he does show personality, he's got to be super-faced so, he, so he's a bit shit. Because he's a heel. He founded the fucking Bullet Club. He's a heel. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he was never a heel with NXT, but he didn't have him talk that much, so it wasn't a problem. And then he'd come out dressed as Jack the fucking Ripper and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre dude, and you're like, oh shit, this is cool mm. as fuck. But he's not been allowed to... Yeah, he has been injured, so who knows how we would have been talking about him if he wasn't injured. But Seth Rollins, turn him face, because I know you've got to turn him face sometimes, but if, if seen as the perpetual heel, if Reigns is a perpetual heel, a uh, perpetual face, sorry... Why can't Rollins be a perpetual um, heel all the time? I know. Like, as a face, he's lost. Ambrose's face is lost. They're all gone. They're all like, oh, I don't give a shit. Bailey, don't get me started on how much they fuck the women up. You even said, like, don't give a shit about them now. No, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a flying fuck about any of them. No. And I know that's really harsh, and it's probably going a bit far, 
And everybody knows I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan. I say it every fucking show. If I can possibly get that in there, even more so. I love Becky Lynch, but I don't care about her anymore. No. I don't care about her anymore because she's gone, you know, she's on SmackDown. She's forever face. And it's and they do nothing with her. They do nothing with her. No. She doesn't talk. She doesn't get into any meaningful rivalries. It's Nothing happens to Becky Lynch. Nothing's happened to her yet. And the Raw women, I mean, Sasha Banks has turned into... Joke. The, the, you look really amused. Are you thinking of something funny? Like, no, you look I'm not thinking of something funny. I'm just realising what we're doing. What? We've, we've, this is how our normal shows go. Whereas every ICW show we do is a loving. Yeah, we, we're like... And this Progress Wrestling show is a loving. And we fucking hate... We just argue about... Not argue about it, but just like go off on it because it's not meant for us, this. No, it isn't. It isn't, absolutely not. And I, and I think that's the annoying thing because you end up getting... The the whole, like, brand of WWE... I, yeah, I do, I do, you know, care for it a lot. Yeah. However... Without it, there isn't these other things. Yes, I do care for it a lot. And I was a fan as a kid. I was a fan... Well, not so much a kid. A teenager, I was a fan. Yeah. And... You know, I did, I loved it. And it was a huge, huge part of popular culture in the 90s, which is when I was growing up. So I, I was, you know, it was all over the TV. It was everyone, all the lads had all the figurines and stuff. So although I didn't love it as a kid, it was there. It's been there throughout my whole life as just as common as Disney for me. WWE is there. Um, I think what, I think, I think what it is, is that, I want to pull away from it, but there's certain... I think there's individuals that I'm really still quite keen to see. So I feel like if I if I shut the door on WWE, I'd feel kind of bad about not seeing AJ Styles because I feel like I'd be turning my back. Not that the, these, these people don't need me. WWE, no one in that company needs me to be their fan. They don't. And I know it's one of those things where if everybody thought that, but it's like, no, it's not the case. Because they don't need me to be their fan. None of them. I'm under no illusions that me cheering for them, buying their t-shirt, dressing up as them for the Great Manchester Run makes any fucking difference to their life at all. However... For me, it's a little bit like there are certain people where I'm still on board and I'm still hoping for their sake. I, I feel like I'm with them. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I am, you know, Becky Lynch, I am a huge fan of. I'm a huge fan of AJ Styles. I'm a massive fan of Bray Wyatt. I love Bray Wyatt. I want it to go. I want it to be a happily ever after story for that guy. I really, really I do. I love the guy. And it's like, it's, there's, there's loads of them. Kevin Owens, you know, the, the list goes on. When you start thinking about individuals, although they are part of that WWE thing, they're saying lines that, you know, are written by that corporate force yeah. that is in that content room. So they become not your person that you knew in NXT anymore. And, it, and Styles wasn't in NXT, to be fair. But, but he I, becomes that person that, you, that I loved in ROH and in New Japan. And yeah. In, and in early TNA. And he's not, but but he is doing amazing work. This is this is it. These these are very very very. These people, most of them, are big like are wrestlers. They they've they've grown up with it. They love wrestling. They've yeah. wrestled for years. Do you know what I mean? So like they're you you are with them. You want them to do well. You know you want Balor to do well, more so even in a way than Shinsuke. Because I feel like Shinsuke is kind of like 
whatever. But I feel like Balor, you know, like this is a he could be huge for them, yeah. Balor. He really could. And it's it's kind of constantly being disappointed is when I start to get eroded. Like my I, I just I feel like I'm I'm not going anywhere, but I'm constantly getting disappointed. It's like that horrendous analogy that people say about it's like a puppy that you keep smacking, but it keeps coming back because it loves you. Yeah. And I hate that analogy so much because I'm a dog lover. But yeah. that is, that's how it feels. It feels like I'm not going anywhere, but I feel like you keep hitting me. Yeah. And I'm Trump, gradually like starting pushing, pushing, to dislike pushing. you, but I'm not going anywhere because I believe that something good's going to happen at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's like... Which, which it does more yeah, often than not. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's, here's to, to stop, like getting me me in particular being so angry about it and thinking a bit more logically is it oversaturation is it because it's every monday tuesday wednesday <sighs> sunday saturday probably this, this this week if we were going to watch it all it's raw tonight it's smackdown tuesday you got 205 live after smackdown you got nxt on wednesday then Thursday and Friday we got off. We got a break Thursday, Friday. Oh, excellent! And Saturday we've got NXT Takeover Chicago. Then we've got. Oh, we've not got a break on Friday. Why? Oh, UK. Thursday, just Thursday. Just Thursday's the break. Is that the problem? <sighs> Probably. Is it a case of like when you fucking you see a mate every single day, you start getting annoyed with them, and then if you don't see them for three months, they're the best mate. Again. Best person in the world. Yeah, maybe. Because may, like, my this is this is going to be, and I've been thinking about this all show. Okay. My um because uh, I like watching 205 Live mm-hmm. and I like watching NXT because they're constantly fresh for yeah. me and they're not that long. So my thing that I, w- I wasn't going to suggest but I was just going to do myself is stop watching Raw and SmackDown. Mm. I think you lose a lot though in, in, in a way. You don't lose a lot but you can. You're potentially losing something when you do come to watch a pay-per-view. But do you though? Because it's been the same fucking thing we've been watching for years. I know. Like, so I think oversaturation is is the problem with it. Um, I forgot the sort of the point that I was going to make. Oh no! Because because even even when we don't watch it and you're watching the YouTube highlights or you're reading up on the show, I think that that's what I was going to say. To do to do a podcast like for us to feel legit to do a WWE podcast which is how we started mm-hmm. and it's very recently we've branched out and I know we used to do Educating Andy videos which did okay when I was they watching. were great I, I really love those videos by the way still well, do you. can I get another drink are you mid flow have I yeah, got go time yeah, do you want I one can, I can talk for fucking ever yeah go on I've, I've got my Wrestlemania tanker that I put too much JD in so just a tiny one for me a tiny drink tiny drink um, so it, it, yeah, so it's oversaturation because you're watching everything all the time. So th- to do to do this show, like I feel like I need to watch everything, even if we don't comment on it. I feel like I need to watch it because because you know you get the odd person who says, "Oh, they don't do." It's like when we were doing the the thingy the video, um, like the reacts video, and uh, Alexa, uh, the, to Alexa Bliss and um, versus Bailey and like fucking Alexa Bliss won with the DDT and we're like when the fuck has that been a finisher and like everyone's like oh no it is a finisher it is actually a finisher no it's not they call it a DDT it's not a fucking finisher she might have won one match with it but like why are they not using the finishers like why is Bailey using a fucking elbow drop to, to for the macho man 
Like, because at WrestleMania, she hits Bailey to belly, the place goes fucking nuts. She hits an elbow drop, and it's a timid, oh, yeah, she's won. That's the, that's the difference. That's what I was saying. So, yeah. to, to do this show, I feel like we have to fucking watch everything. And maybe that's the point. Mm. Because, like, we do, we do, I think we do this because we like to meet people. And we like to talk to people about wrestling. Yeah. Now, th- we've met more people and speak more to, to more people about wrestling that like ICW, that mm. like progress. But because we do a WWE show, they've come along for the ride anyway. Yeah. For, for whatever reason it is. Um, it's your rants, I'm telling you. I don't know about that. I they are epic. Of, I love I them. I get a lot of tween shit for my rants. Don't fuck the tweens. Yeah, fuck the tweens. Don't fuck the tweens, but you know what I mean. Don't fuck the tweens. They need the fucking. Well, fuck the tweens. Yeah, well, they do. Fuck the bullshit out of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a, joking. There's a, there's a few things I could say about that. Don't you say it, God. You can have a week off. You can have a week off. I don't know what it is. You're, you're doing a hand gesture to. I have no I'm idea. I'm waving my left hand. I don't know what that means. Good. So may, maybe the thing to. Uh, just stretching my arm to the far. Mm. Left hand side. Um, so the snowflakes. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I probably would have been better if I just had a bit of a scratch and pointed. Oh dear. Nobody will get that good. <laughs> um, but the uh, yeah, so maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's oversaturation. So to stop talking about that shitter because this is a react to progress. I fucking loved that show. Mm. I it's hard to get tickets. It really is hard to get tickets. And some people who are listening to this who will not be named. Had a ticket, didn't <laughs> fucking go. But that will be rectified next time, won't it? Nod at me. <laughs> Nod at me. Thank you very much. You'll come with us. Um, <laughs> but the, you know, it's hard to fucking get a ticket. It's all in 10 minutes. We didn't try and get a ticket this time because mm. we know we can get them through tickets because there was loads. Yeah, I'm just going to sign up for an alert. I, d- I don't get paid for another couple of weeks. Yeah, so yeah, okay, I just okay. can't. I can't justify credit card in progress tickets. Oh, we don't need to. They're cheap as fuck. I know. Um, but we will be in that building because it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I probably, I'm sorry to say, I probably will be subscribing to their on demand. Don't apologise. I said to it's you seven, earlier. It's $7.50. I said to you earlier, you know don't I mean? you apologise. It's, like, it's like a fiver. And I fucking love it. Um, but I think it goes on like ICW's one. It goes on the day after. So if you want to buy the pay-per-view, it might be more. But I, I, I don't think I'm quite there. Because I've got ROH to watch. I've still got to finish off because um, I, I stopped with a certain villain. Joining a certain club. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, if you haven't watched it. If you've not watched it, get a grip. Get a grip yourself. Um, but, yeah, I got to that point and turned it off because it was too much. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle that awesome. But the, um, I've still got the main event to watch. So I've got shit. See, I've got to feel like I've got fucking tons to watch, like, all There's the time. So much so to watch. Fuck Raw and fuck SmackDown and fuck NXT. Let's just watch. Let's just fucking read up on them. Because yeah. it's, make, it's making me angry. Don't want to hear about how Roman Reigns is fucking getting the shit kicked out of him to the point of where he should be dead and then he's fighting back. Like, I don't want to know. Don't and the guy know. who nearly killed him is now out with an elbow injury. Oh, so shit. <laughs> Probably because of that ambulance spot where he mm. ran into the door. It's a joke. Yeah, it really is. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is like, I think, th- I think the th- this is, this is going to be the lasting point. I think the problem is the storylines. I think the storylines are what wind me up. Because they make them seem uncool. Whereas they don't do a lot, though, by way of storylines, really. I know. Not like they used to. Like, they used to be really shit. Now they're just kind of... I feel like it's a lack of storylines, yeah, if put, anything. Putting Finn Balor on Miz TV. Yeah. Just because you got to show him on the... you just got to show him. 
and the no I'm da stuff as yeah. well. Yeah, Alicia Fox is hilarious, but the whole uh, yeah, she's great. Shit. She's yeah, very. But, she's, I mean, when he yeah. says it, when he goes Alicia Fox, yeah, it's really funny. That's making fucking lemonade, like I said yesterday, mm-hmm. out of dog shit. <laughs> you know, that's literally like you know he's made a delicious drink out of that dog shit, and he'll keep fucking drinking it until they give him something better. But progress and ICW, yeah, do storylines. But they're, they're cool because it's an over-18 show or over-16 for progress or whatever it is. They swear, you know, they, they swear at each other. They flip off the crowd. That's how old we are. It's Attitude Era thinking. It's not Attitude Era. It's Attitude mm. Era thinking. So that's that's what I'm gravitating towards. I'm gravitating towards Lionheart doing a fucking amazing promo about how, <clears throat> you know, leading up it was all that... You know, or is it real, is it not? And mm. then he just gets on the mic and goes, actually, I thought it was fucking hilarious when I kicked you in the head. I thought it was fucking hilarious. And I was like, I was popping so much for that. <laughs> and I've not even watched the show with you yet, but we will do. No, we will. We have to do a show. Tomorrow. Um, but fuck, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit about, like, the Demon King and the fact that it's some Irish folklore <laughs> where a leprechaun came out and shagged a fucking goat <laughs> and gave birth to the Demon King <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. I don't give a shit about, like, oh, Shinsuke's dear. an artist now and I won't be surprised if Vince doesn't put a fucking beret on him and a little paintbrush and he's like, <laughs> to his music, he comes out and he's like, paints like a fucking picture. Like, as much as the Backlash uh, poster looks really cool because it looks like an old school kung fu film. Um... But those those are the things that I don't give a shit about. Mm. I give a shit about technical wrestling, storytelling inside a match. Yeah. Like, you can have a little storyline, like British Strong Style, like flipping off the crowd and doing a few heel promos. You can do that, but it's fucking wrestling. We're wrestling fans. I don't watch Coronation Street because it's shit. It is shit. Because it's fucking shit. It is shit. You're right. I don't like hot pots. Are we done? Are you done? Have you got anything else? We we gotta be done. We've gotta be done. We gotta be done. Do we have to be done? We did a four and a half hour long show before. Have you got any lasting points? Then? Lasting points. Um, it. What's your take on whether or not? Because this is the thing, like what we do going forward. Because I think we should do whatever we want, whenever we want, <laughs> and not be not be like. Because I love the I love the Sunday podcast. I mean, I know we've not done it this week because of progress and all that stuff. Yeah. But I love the Sunday podcast where we talk about news and just a random topic where we're not talking about like fucking, f- f- you know, in the fast lane or whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> where we're like whinging about it. Because I hate whinging about it because I'm a big fan of wrestling. So yeah, I, I think I, we do what we want when we want to do it. I, I'm I'm inclined, yeah, I would love to do that. I'd love to do that. And I don't like moaning either. No, I don't. It sucks. It's fun to go on a rant, don't get me wrong, but yeah. when it's every week, it's like... Yeah. And you know there's some really good quality shit out there that you could be watching and, and talking about. I think okay. on Yeah, I think on the Sunday podcast, we talk about things that we like from wrestling in the week mm-hmm. and whether that's, you know, and then have a stock... Um, topic was like somebody sent us a stock topic actually which i really liked and i wanted just to do and i can't remember what it is so i'd have to look at twitter mm-hmm. but like you know favorite wrestling moves favorite wrestling tag teams but you know things like that yeah you yeah know, which, which is a bit more you know it's a bit more like fan servicing and not like or oh, how much do we hate roman reigns this week mm. you know because i'm fucking sick of talking about the cunt like i know i know how much how much hatred um yeah. No, Seriously. well, let's just let's just do that, and let's just enjoy more wrestling. Let's meet up with more people, and just that's what it's all about. That's what it's supposed to be. Hell yeah! 
But I think we shouldn't do a weekly progress show. <laughs> no, fuck that. But I think a react show, I think a yeah. react, like a half an hour reacts to a pay-per-view For or sure. something. Definitely. But IC Dub's still being the, the flagship, I 100%. think. 100%. The flagship of RTM Love going it. forward. Uh, even though we don't get many people listen to it, but <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And we're up to episode sixty-four of the podcast when we next do that. Wow, which is nuts, really. So, any more for no Emma more? No, 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 no. I'm no, done. I'm done. out. We out. We we out. So, thanks very much for listening, everyone. We are RCM Wrestling on Twitter, fucking Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Snapchat. Find us. Wait, we're on Snapchat still. I've I've reinstated the Snapchat. Okay. Snapchat. I wanted to follow ICW, you see. Oh, yeah. Line art's hilarious. Yeah, it's so um, So, the... Yeah, so go and follow us where you want to. Do subscribe, like, share, tell your mates, you know. Are you having these same internal feelings? Did you go to Progress? Like, because usually these React shows, when we've actually gone to a show, we, we get quite a lot of views, so it's people who have actually gone to the show. Um, so, are you having these same feelings? Are you a WWE fan, but you're disenfranchised with it? Are you feeling disengaged because they don't really aim it at you? Do let us know because we'd love to hear from you. And at the next Progress or ICW show, let's get a fucking beer in. Don't drink beer. Give me a Jack Daniels and Coke. <laughs> so until next time. Cheerio, motherfucker. Pip, pip.